No portion of this program may be reproduced. So how's Eric Kumaro doing? Who? Some stiff. The biggest names, the best talent. You're listening to Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Oh! 560 WQAM presents The Neil Rogers Show. To talk to Neil, dial 5670560 in Dade and Broward. In other counties, call toll-free 877-785-NEIL or pound 560 on your AT&T and Verizon wireless phones. The opinions expressed by Neil, his guests, or his callers do not represent no, those no, of no, WQAM no, no, no. management, no, staff, no, or sponsors. No, 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 no. Now, The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM. Floridians, dumb as dirt. Absolutely. The restroom smells like roses after I am done. Yes. Can't understand why everybody's making fun. The restroom smells like roses. To me it seems okay, but I might be the only one who used the restroom today. You fairy! I was only in there for a few minutes. About 30, man! I always pray the lights all and I am through. But now the word is out that I did it. I guess I'll have to find somewhere else to do do. Now I'll have to hold it in and hang my head in disgrace. When I get my hands on who spread those rumors, I'll fashion his face. Cause the restroom smells like roses whenever I am through. It smells okay to me when I do do. Oh, sure, it smells okay to you, just like when you fart. You know, it smells right. fine to you, but everybody else is like, oh, my God, Although you I, died in there. Like, you know. I discovered an exception to that rule. And what is that? When you're sick, the sick farts that smell mm-hmm. completely different. You know oh, what I'm talking about? horrible. Yeah, you can't get away from them fast enough. <laughs> and, they, and they follow you. Really? Oh, yeah. Anyway, George is back with us today, in case you haven't noticed. He was sick as a dog, and he'll tell you all about it if you want him to. Or not, even if you don't. And then we got Zach with us today, because uh, Chris is back with his teeth again, you know. He's getting posts put in and uh, all kinds of crap, so he's getting crap in his mouth. So we got Zach. Is Zach in there yet, or is he still uh... He's right there. Well, how do you like that? I thought maybe he was on the post-game show. No, we, we took out the post-show today. I thought this and was the post-game show. This is the post-show. And you'll be very disturbed to find out that uh, I didn't get a call yesterday from your close personal friend, Jerks. Oh, you were he expecting was... one? No. He was here yesterday, and uh, the Raptors uh, just pounded the crap out of the heat, as usual. I don't think they even worked up a sweat, I don't believe. But anyway, so he was here, and it was suggested to me by uh, somebody, maybe Chris. Must have been Chris, because there wasn't anybody else working yesterday. I was suggested that maybe uh, he was going to call me and we could, like, uh, hook up and have dinner or he could buy me, like, a, you know, something. Didn't happen. You could bond. You could go to a, you know, I don't want to bond with him. I don't want to see him. I don't want to know him. I don't want to smell him. I don't want to be near him, okay? 
I don't want to hear the bongos. I don't want to hear the, uh, the, the what does he call it? The pole? The, no, uh, the log. The log, that's it. I don't want to hear the log. Oh, my God. And what, 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 so what's going to happen with that show now that the uh, season's going to be over? And, uh, was that their last games, uh, Zach, or what? No, one more uh, tomorrow night, I believe. One more, and then the debacle of all time is going to be over with. And then what are they going to do? What, where is the log? Maybe we can recap all the other games from the season. Right, now you got the Miami Heat draft coming up soon. They get, they're going to probably have the number one, two, or three pick in the draft. Yeah, who cares? Who gives a flying crap? And when's the NFL draft? Week from Saturday. Yeah, it's got to be very soon. Oh, my God, the pressure is building. Man, that's what I was smelling, the pressure from the NFL draft coming. I don't notice quite as much. Of course, I don't listen, but I, don't, I just don't feel the usual hysteria that we have, the anticipation of the NFL draft every year, like builds up on this station for days and weeks and months. Like, oh, oh the, and especially now the Dolphins are going to have this uh, number one pick, right? Yes. See, if it's How a sports you thing, you're like, talking I mean, to you. As it is, I know you don't have any voice and because uh, you gargle with razor blades. But why does it you sound like you're so far like on the moon? I, just, I turned the volume up a little. There you go. He wasn't, he wasn't crank it up. up. Open that pot up and crank it up and make, make the needle move a little bit. How's that? So we can hear you, for Christ's sakes. Jesus God Almighty. Anyway, George is back, like I said. And uh, I don't need... Let me just say this to you, okay? I'm talking to the audience. And this includes, and especially, the chronics, like Charlie B. I don't need any life advice, okay? I don't need Dear Abby to tell me how to live my life, how to negotiate a contract, what I should do, the things I, uh, playing farts, demand to be able to play fart sounds out of here. I mean, seriously, you really wonder. And this is a guy well, who's a real pseudo-intellectual, Charlie B., who thinks he's, uh, you know, smarter than anybody in the world. He's a real expert. And he's just another peapot. You know, he's just another uh, one of these... Uh, goofballs out there. Well, uh, hold their feet to the fire and make them allow you to play the fart sounds and four-letter words. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then I got the uh, the one up there in Connecticut who's obsessed with Randy, with the goddess. Well, oh, well, she said this. and she... So I, I sent him finally another caustic message today, and I said, Anthony, what part of I don't give a crap about Randy don't you understand? What part of that don't you get? Not interested. Maybe they don't speak that language that you're uh, oh, saying it in. God. Well, Here's the poll from yesterday. There he goes with those polls again. And Tom Jicker called and left me a message yesterday, but uh, he's going to be writing something in the Sun Sentinel. Won't that be nice? Because he saw Barry Jackass wrote it in the Herald. And the reason Tom didn't know anything about it is because Joe Bell didn't call him, obviously, because they hate each other like poison, and they would have been slamming the phone down each other's ear. Isn't that sad? Yes. I don't know if it's sad. Now, why did Zach immediately chime in there? I, I guess he felt uh, froggy right then. If I could, re I got nice uh, uh, MySpace from the Beast, by the way, two of them. He's not too happy yeah. with your boy, Zach, let me tell you that right now. I know. You're not too happy with him at all. Pretty pissed off and fired up. But that's another story for another day. 1,035 votes on yesterday's poll. If I could relive one hour of my life, it would be. And, of course, leave it to me to add on the one that won by a, a landslide which the uh, poll sender, which we appreciate the poll, it's a good poll, but left off the obvious one, my favorite sexual experience, 493. 47.6%, almost half of yous said that. Of course, the last hour I spent with my father or mother, how touching, 171. Bye, Ma.
And it's on a vacation I was on, 87. When my first child was born, 86. When I first met my spouse, 72. The last time I was with my best friend, 43. When I graduated high school or college, 28. When I told my ex, we're through, 19. My wedding day, 17. When I quit the job I hated most, 12. And my wedding night, solamente siete. Only seven for their wedding night, which was probably anticlimactic. Or maybe disappointing. Especially for some of the women. Disappointing. Mm-hmm. You know, the women... The women who say yeah. things like, I'll find it. I'll eventually find it. You call that a penis? Like that. Here's today's poll, which, boy, this is um, too bad I didn't put it on there earlier. We'd already have 4,000 votes. This is going to get a lot of votes because they love to be able to tell me how to do the show. They love to feel that they're, like, manipulating and uh, sharing their expertise because they're all experts. They're all program directors. They're all broadcasters. They're all talk show mavens, like all the comments on the very jackass uh, story there in the Herald. Some nice ones, you know, and, of course, uh, the usual crap. Oh, all he does is read from the newspaper. He's boring. Ice cream, talking about ice cream is boring. And, of course, all of these people are all listening right now. Right. They're all listening right now. And like I was saying yesterday, all the people who write these comments, good ones and bad ones, have one thing in common. I have no lie. That's it. People that find somebody else's article and then they have to write a comment. It's, it's like the same people who are in the chat rooms. The Internet can be a wonderful thing. The problem is most of the time it's not. I wish Neil would blank. That's the poll today. 502 votes. Changed nothing, 175. Other than my boxer shorts, I do change those every day. Well, that's good. Day. Color you got today? Red. Really? Red and, Woo. you know, it's like checker, like a plaid, you know. Pretty Red fancy. plaid. Wow. I've only got two kinds. i got blue plaid and red plaid. you got big plans for after the show, do you? Yeah, Woodbine. <laughs> no, actually, I was going to fill up my boxer shorts with, you know. Yeah, I know. Duty. <laughs> Change nothing, 180. Live forever, 146. Well, isn't that sweet? Wasn't that nice? They must yeah, be in a benevolent nice. mood. Take calls, 141. Well, we can talk about that again or not, as the case may be. Oh, God. They just they don't get it. They, they just don't understand it. We did that yesterday for about five minutes. Did you hear that by any chance, Zach? I'm sure you didn't. I did. You did? Yeah, I listen to your show daily. Don't start sucking around. I just asked you a simple question. Did you hear the uh, horrible calls? Uh, and Woody Graber was the best call, the only real caller. The other ones were just... <laughs> that was probably was. an accident, too. <laughs> yeah. Now, isn't that something? And I didn't want to talk to him anyway. I mean, he's a nice guy, but he never has anything to say. But he just... Uh, that was it. And the rest of them were just people making sounds, making sounds with their mouth. Take calls, 141. Uh, stop reading stories, 25. Well, I, that's amazing that it's so small, only uh, 4.8%. Say, so stop reading the stories. Retire, 13. And croak, only 6. See, I put on good stuff, bad stuff. Give them a choice. Croak, only 6. That's not very good. We wish you would die. We hate you like poison. 32 years. We hate you. We can't stomach you. That's why we're listening right now. Plus, of course, Footsie is on, which, boy, there were more hostile comments about Footsie on that very jackass thing than uh, comments about me. The article was about me, and yet all these people are writing about, oh, Footsie is the worst, and Tootsie, and George is always giving me crap because I talk about that on the air. You're his one fan, man. I wasn't you giving know, you crap. You know something? I'm not his fan. I think he's disgraceful and a joke. I'm not giving you crap. I'm just pointing out. You're the only so one that talks about it. So sick and tired of all these wannabe. Everybody's a talk show host. Everybody's entertaining. Bull crap. We heard from his partner on this station. We heard how entertaining he was. The Kenny and Bo morning blow. That was the worst 
morning show in radio history. Is there any argument about that? Uh, I'm thinking. I'm trying to think yeah, what's keep worse. Thinking. I'll get back to you. If Joey Reynolds was on with the Sheik doing a morning show, it would have to be Oh, my God. Than the Kenny <laughs> and Bo morning there's, show. There's That's a right. combo. If Depot was on with just Gildy, <laughs> it would have to be better than the Kenny and Bo morning blow. Square table, gay or not gay, it was contrived. It's one thing if it's contrived and it's good, if it's entertaining, if it's funny, if it's somewhat amusing. It was contrived and it sucked. It was radio caca, man. You could smell it coming through the speaker of your radio. Caca. That's how bad that show was. It was radio crap. But everybody's an expert. Now, let's see what we got today. We got the jerk show from 2 to 4. Now, is he back in town now or what, Zach? I believe he is. It's a home game tomorrow night. Well, what, what about how do you get back from Toronto so fast? Uh, airplane, I believe. Oh, my God. Mad Dog, 4 to 6.50, and then 6.50 to 7, we got the biggest scam going on. we got a 10-minute show there. Jesse Angler, first pitch Marlon pregame report with a bunch of spots. Then the Marlon game is on across the street because we sure don't want nothing to do with it. Dolphins all assets from 7 to 9, then the DA show, 9 to midnight. Well, unfortunately for him, has to follow that thing every night. Oh, my God. Poor child. Rogers. Ah. Absolutely. Yes. You fairy. Dead is all around me. Everybody is broke. The economy is drowning. They got us by the throat. I'd like to do some driving, but can't afford to go. For the world's richest country, this depression blows. After 9-11, the stage was set for the neocons to grab all they could get. They trickled it up to the 1%, made us fall and left us for dead. Could this be a recession? The headlines boiling news. There's people going hungry. You won't see that on the news. It's like the 1930s. Another grapes of wrath. I'm dying over here. We're just the rich and dirty. Can't afford to buy gas. The corporate newspapers say it will end. The ones that I use for the sheets on my bed. You patriotically left them in control. They left us blind. Now we gotta just fold. We're in a deep depression, but they don't want you to know. For the world's richest country, this depression blows. Yeah, this depression blows. 
Yeah, times are tough, baby. 20 past 10 at 560 WQM. That's why we should all kiss the ground if we're still employed. And George is hoping to still be employed. He's got a big meeting coming up with Jolly Joe, hopefully. Right. That's a You sit point. him down and you point a finger in his face and you tell him, listen, man, i got mouths to feed. i got a, a household to maintain while I'm screwing around on the side. Right. i got that roller a derby i got to keep uh, potching around with. Whatever they, you need. They don't uh, cost me money. Well, don't well, lie about it. Okay. Tell him it cost me a fortune to sustain that crap. I'll take him out and show him a good See, time. That usually works, right? Isn't that how you uh, no. lose the boss? Worked with Bob Green real well, didn't it? Not. Not. Butch up a little bit, okay? Because Norma right. sure ain't going to help you. He hates you like poison well, now. All right, gee. Now, he didn't say that, but I just no, get that feeling. Obviously, yeah. That's all right. Because when you offer that queen money and he turns it down for anything. That's okay. He said, I'm not interested. No. Tell George no. Thanks, that's but no that, thanks. That's fine. That means bye-bye. Yeah, that, you kissed him off with that Jan Murray guy, you yeah, and the chicken egg. That's fine. Now, is chicken egg okay? I think he's taken care of. I, th- I think he's okay. I don't know. I've been uh, out of sorts for the past few days, as you know. Yeah. Under the weather. Well, when you have your uh, next lunch with him, find out, pat him on the head, and see if he starts sweating. I'll, uh, I'll take his temperature. He ought to be just fine, okay? This is See, people think I just show up here and uh, mail in the radio show every day. I do that, but beside that... I got to take care of everybody in the world. I got all these dependents. I got to take care of this one and that one. And I got to make sure this one's eating and that one's uh, farting and whatever. A lot of responsibility for an old fart like me. I'm the oldest delivery man in Toronto, by the way. Yeah. Are the tips good? You got no. Good? No. No, I don't get any tips. Five hundred and fifty-seven votes on the poll. I wish Neil would change nothing. Two hundred one. Live forever. One fifty-four. Take calls. One hundred and fifty. 26.9% want us to take calls. Stop reading stories, 28. No, no chance. Retire, 15. And croak, 9 now. We're up to 9 on the croak. Now, we can take some calls today because George can punch them up there. I can't do it here because I'm waiting for the engineer to show up tomorrow morning. And he's going to see if we need a new router in here or if he wants. You know, we'll see what the deal is. Whatever you want. I just don't want to take a chance of rehooking that up because I don't want to lose my Internet. It's, uh, you know. No, I understand. So once the delay catches up and they realize we're going to give it a test run here again for like we did yesterday, and we'll see it like you said before the show today, and you said it perfectly. There are no, we would take calls if we there were any. love to have some calls. I'm not talking about the lights lighting hey! on the phone. That, that's not a call. A call is somebody He's who on there. actually has something to say. He's what? already ringing the phone. And see, how do you know? You can smell it? Uh, yeah, yeah. You want, you, want, you want to hear it? Go ahead. QAM. Hello, this is a courtesy care notice to inform you that the vehicle you are driving will soon meet the deadline to... Oh, no, it's a Uh-huh. Drive this, honey. I'm glad I was wrong. And where the hell did that come from? Ah, how, do you do, how do you do that? It's uh, <laughs> it's obviously one of those uh, telemarketer things, but we just got lucky. So, in other words, that was just a coincidence? Yeah. A coincidence. Wow. Are the lines ringing yet or what? I got a couple. 567 Pound 560. We're here to serve, baby, and you people, a third of the people almost want calls. We'd like to, you know something? I would like to take this whole pile of stuff. I have my usual huge pile of what I think are pretty interesting and important stories. I'd like to take it and throw it right in the garbage and go back to doing a show that we used to do here. I mean, you know, I used to have like two or three of these I would bring in every day, as I recall. Remember? Right. I have two or three stories that were things that were really important or well-written or, you know, hysterically funny, whatever they were. And now I've got a huge pile because there are no calls. Okay, we got some. 
We yeah. got something you think. Uh, yeah, well, the, the two a.m. Hello, punch. Start punching. Hello, Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. QAM, hello. Hello. Yes. I speak with Neil. Speaking. How are you, sir? Good. How are you, sir? I apologize. I didn't recognize your voice. Yeah, well, it's me. Listen, quick story. You're going to love this. Yeah, um, I'm just getting over. Uh, my dad passed away recently, so as a nice Jewish boy, you know, you don't shave for a little bit. I go yesterday to get a shave. <laughs> I'm sitting there. You there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm sitting there, and, you know, Barbara's shaving me, and in the background there are these two Alta Cockers, and the one says to the other, you know, you ever hear that Neil Rogers on the radio? I couldn't I, I couldn't believe it, because I hear you always talking about it and Gretchen. And, yeah. And once he is such an SOB, the things that come out of his mouth. Listen, I've been to this place like three times in my lifetime to get shaved. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, I'm like, I couldn't believe it. It was the funniest thing. Wait, now, where, where is this? What part of town? I live in North Miami Beach. This was in North Miami on the corner of, like, uh, North Miami, Biscayne and 125th. Oh, yeah, well, Hubman Dreard. I, I, Neil, I'm sitting there. It was just so freaking funny. I, I couldn't. I got, I got to call Neil. I got to tell him. He's gonna well, thanks, <laughs> thanks for the good news and tell him the feeling is mutual. Thanks, Pally. I dropped it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it wow. sounded like you were done, so, you know. Well, and didn't he get to hear thanks, Pally, at least? That's right. Because i got to rely on your finger now, and I don't trust like, your finger, not for a, a second. And I'm uh, trying to not use my psychic powers. Not where that thing has been. Hey. It's been around. Yeah, it has been, but trust me. It has me. been around, trust believe me. me. Let's uh, punch up another one before the break. Now, you know something? Maybe this maybe this will evolve into something. What do you maybe. think? Maybe. I don't know. Let's try it. What do you think, Zach? I'm down. I'm ready. Yeah, you're I love down. the phones. QAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Five more years of faggery and insanity. I can't wait. Bring it on. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> well, we're not going to make you wait. That was good. What? He was, he was, uh, was, was something different? Huh? Yeah, no, I'll take that. What are you talking about? That was sensational. Sure. I, give that, uh, I give that at least a nine. That's worth 20 bucks. Okay. Now, we're going to make a 1,000 votes on the poll today because we should, even though we had a very slow start because I didn't put it on there uh, soon enough yesterday, but uh, nevertheless... What do you think, Zach? We're going to make your thousand? Because Chris is at the dentist again today. He's getting uh, poked again. That doesn't matter. You know I'm here. We'll get a thousand votes. Yeah. In fact, remember the day we got the million? We got a million votes with me here. Did you ever? And then Cordis wanted to outdo him. So at the end of the show, we had two million on Friday. Yeah, but that doesn't. George count. was on vacation that week. We had a million one day, and then we had two million. Then I said, Dollars. Eric, Eric can make up any number he wants, as you know. Right. Two million votes. Put that in your pipe and smoke it, footsie. Footsie. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Neil Dodd. Hi. My weight is. My weight is. My weight is. Hi. My waist is. My waist is. My waist is. Hi, kids. Do you like Friday? Yeah, yeah, Want to see yeah. me drink chocolate eclairs down my throat till I am sick? Uh-huh. Clog my arteries and turn into a fat kid? French dip and get beefed up for a midlife crisis? Uh-huh. Now I'm dead weight from all the junk that I ate, but I can't figure out what icing I want on my cake. And Dr. Dre said, it's Slim Fast, all your death bed. Uh-uh. Look how your waist spreads, man, just taste it. My weight is, my weight is, my weight is, my weight is, my waist is, my waist is, my waist is, 
Yeah, wiki wiki is the word of the day. 1032 at 560 WQM. We're taking a million calls today, like it or not. What do you think? I like it. So far, so good. Based on the first segment, what would you say? What would you grade it on a scale of 1 to 10? Out of 7? Yeah, I was going to say 7. Wow. Shocking. Now, maybe the audience has finally come to their senses, you know. I, I don't know. On this poll today, they're saying, oh, we want the calls. We wish you would take some calls. Well, we're taking some. Are they ringing now? We've got three lines ringing. They're ringing in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. WQAM, hello. Try it again. They're slow. QAM, hola. Sounds dead to Try me. Try another one, yeah. QAM, hello. Oh, there it hits Jason Jackson. Oh, it's the drums. It's the log. Okay, that's enough of that. Five six seven oh five sixty. Oh, I thought you wanted another one. I punched the last one up. Neil. Yes, sir. Did you enjoy Randy Rhodes yesterday? Oh my God! I didn't hear Randy Rhodes, and I don't care about Randy Rhodes. She loves you. I don't. I couldn't care less. She's the well, best. what do you mean? Did I enjoy her? Did I enjoy her what? Her show. I don't listen to her show. You should. Why? It's very informative and entertaining. Oh, in other words, I need to listen to her to be informed. Is that what you're telling me? Not and at all. entertained. Not she at all. is a. What she is is basically a ripoff artist, and not a very good one. Okay. Who's she ripping off? Now, she's been ripping off me for years. She even used the, the drop-ins, for Christ's sakes. That's because she loves you. You know something? Great. Have a good time with her. Have a great life with her. Wow. Hey, they're all lit up, by the way, so just well, that's uh, good. tear See, through about you. One thing, let me tell you right now, since you're punching the buttons today, anybody wants to talk about the goddess, uh, No! call her up. Okay, I'm not interested. I have no interest. And that includes the uh, UPS guy in Connecticut and everybody else. Oh, Randy this, and all these radio groupies. I don't care. She loves me. Uh, she loves me because she can steal the material. And now that she's back in South Florida, she doesn't even have to listen online. She can just turn on the radio, which I'm sure she's listening right now. Take some notes, goddess. You know, I, I don't begrudge her. I wish her all the luck in the world for the putrid money that she's making. But uh, the fact of the matter is uh, she's, uh, you know, la see, Lasseter admitted he was a ripoff. But at least mm -hmm. in, in many, huh? I said, mm-hmm. I could have said it better than that. No, seriously. But at least, uh, you know, he did some stuff. As opposed to just getting sued all the time and getting, uh -huh. uh, you know, opening up a big New York mouth. I just don't go for the whole New York-y thing. It's just, uh, she's the expert on everything. She's, uh, I, see, he got me on sidetracked. She loves you. She loves, well, good. The feeling is not mutual. WQAM, hello. QAM, hola. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing, bud? Great. Good. Good to hear from you. How's on a trick? You pretty good? How's what? How's Toronto treating you? Pretty good? Well, yeah, just great, Toronto? yeah. Great, great. Hey, uh, who's talking about Woodbine? You've had a lot of luck there lately. Do you have any certain strategy you've been using or just, uh, just a hair, uh, wild feeling? What are you talking about? Uh, Who wants to know your me? system? I talk to people about Woodbine. Do you use a divining rod? Yeah, I have a divining have rod. A I have a magnet. I have a big magnet. I have a faggot magnet. But this is the Go to another call. Go to somebody who might have some. That sounds like the quarter schlock guy or one of those. Sure does. QAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. I just wanted to report to you that I finally moved out of Miami all the way up to Delray, mm. and uh, it just sucks in a different way. Yeah. Old. And uh, those old men are definitely on the uh, bench, so, you know, sitting on a bench in Delray, another form of hell. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. Sitting right. on a bench and he, he, he tried right to place. make material out of that too. You know, let, take some other bit. You know, like the bridge tender. See if you can make sure. a uh, phone call about that. 
Five six seven oh five sixty nine. You think we can do this like for the next five and a half years or what? Whatever, sure. It'd be a lot better if I could actually punch these up. Now maybe during the break, what I should do is try to rehook up the. Um, not a good idea. I, I was gonna say, you know, I mean, it'll be for interest in radio. You crawling around on the floor and losing the internet and all that stuff. It'll be funny to listen I'm to. I'm not losing the internet again. If and I have to I go know. through that song and dance with the Bell Simpatico that I did the, that the one good day, news you is, heard it. The good you news is you it. don't have any hair to pull out. So yeah. No, I don't want to go through all of that. Yeah. If uh, Zach is, uh, Chris was right yesterday. If he's right that yeah. the router is uh, on its way out, then it's not going to help anyway. I think the the best plan is uh, what you were going to do: wait for that engineer to show up and yeah, re- he'll be here at re- nine o'clock tomorrow morning. Re- I think reroute you. Six hundred four votes on Zach's poll. By the way, we got to really uh, hustle if we're going to make that thousand. I don't. I don't think there's any chance. Oh, we'll make it. No way. WQAM. Hello. Oops. Sorry. Try now. Uh huh. Yeah. Try WQAM. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. Hey, listen, I wanted to thank you and George. Uh, you guys have been talking a lot about going to Gulfstream, so I uh, packed up the family last Saturday and went down there, and it was definitely uh, enjoyable. Good. You win any money? Yeah, actually, I hit the, in the sixth race, I hit the uh, 1-7 exacta. Uh, paid about 120, so that's All pretty right. for the day. Excellent. All right, then. Okay, good work. Yeah, George is having a uh, blast. In fact, I think that's yeah. going to be his new uh, deal. When he has his lunch with Jolly Joe, is that they're going to give him uh, 500 a week uh, gambling money at Gulfstream? I'll take it. They'll give you vouchers. They won't actually give you the cash. They'll just give you vouchers I'll to be the, uh, the machines. I'll be the spokespimp. The spokesman. By the way, the spokesman is 0-3. They lost again last night. The poor spokesman, BM. Boy, that sure makes me happy. I have no interest really in any of these teams left in the NHL playoffs. But, nevertheless, it's not important that your team win, but that BM loses. The spokesman. What a loser, man. You can just see it written all over his dumb puss. Well, the senators ain't doing so good. The spokesman's having real problems. They're going to get swept, I think. They're going to get swept in the series. You be careful while you're talking like that. Why? Don't say no, certain I, words. Don't worry about right. it. I'm, I've got everything under control, okay. okay? Get all panicked. I sound pretty good to me today. I sound almost human. Okay, i got one finger on the phone button, one that's finger on the dump Paco button. tells me when I put on some real clothes, and he says I look almost human. Okay, for me, that's quite an accomplishment. And by the way, that picture in the Herald again, the same old deal. It's mm-hmm. the one with me. Did you see it? Yeah, hugging the radio there. Somebody, hugging the radio. Somebody and emailed me the link. Anything to try to get me to look uh, like an old fool, you know. And that's okay. I don't care. It's like the one with Mark Fisher and the, mm-hmm. the tears coming down the eyes with the glycerin and all that stuff. That's the Herald for you. Wait till Tom Jicker writes a piece. Piece he'd of already have He'd already have it in there, which we could use the publicity, except for the fact that he and Jolly Joe hate each other like poison. I mean, hate. Oh, he's cracking his knuckles again. Yes, Bird, that, that's why you're sick all the time. You keep cracking. Oh yeah, your that must be it. Six hundred eight votes <laughs> on the pool. I wish Neil would change nothing. Two ten, other than those ugly boxer shorts. Oh, we don't even care about that. Take calls one seventy two. Well, how do you like that? We're doing it. How do you like him so far, folks? Actually, so live far. Live forever one sixty six. Okay, I'm going to live forever, be on the air forever, just to piss everybody off, just to spite those old ladies. Oh, he's such a nasty son of a bitch. Stop reading stories, 31. Retire, 18. And croak, 11. 1.8% of the audience would like me to croak, die, a wicked death. That's yeah. probably the swillery crowd, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I saw some Swillery. of that over the weekend, too, through my delirium. That's her whole campaign. Brock said this. Brock said that. Did yeah. you see what he That's said right. this time? Not what <laughs> <she's> <laughs> <been doing laughs> her qualifications are, but yeah. you know, other than the fact that she uh, had the, ran under the way from that sniper fire in Bosnia. Yeah, all she but, does. Uh, he did this, and he did that, That's and it. all this uh, condescending, uh, blah, 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 yeah, right. He's an elitist, yeah. Yeah, with $109 million. <laughs> 
1040, 20 before 11 at 560 WQM. It's back and it's huge. Exotica Miami Beach, the largest adult event on the East Coast, is coming back to South Florida this weekend at the Miami Beach Convention Center. Exotica, presented by Hot Movies, features the hottest adults, star signing autographs, wild live entertainment, super sexy seminar series, and over 200 exhibitors. That's this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the Miami Beach Convention Center. Don't miss exhibitors like Girls Gone Wild and the All-Female Pillow Fight League. Go VIP and get access to the Crazy Horse Saloon VIP Lounge and VIP Autograph Lines. Come meet stars like Jesse Jane, Tara Patrick, Stormy Daniels, and lots more. Tickets are available online at ExoticaMiamiBeach.com or on site at the Convention Center Box Orifice. Exotica Miami Beach, come get sexy. Sorry, no squares allowed, and they mean it. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Okay, okay, okay. This station presents Real American Heroes. Real American Heroes. Today, we salute you, Mr. Skin Tight Speedo Wearer. Mr. Skin Tight Speedo Wearer. Yes, we're sure that swimsuit style is all the rage on the beaches of Bulgaria. But here in North America, we prefer to keep our private parts private. We can tell what your religion is. Thank you, Mr. Skin Tight Speedo Wearer, for when you come out of the surf, you alert the rest of us beachgoers as to just how frigid the water is. Your body is now and why would you want to accentuate shrinkage? Someone hand that man a towel, yeah. Your tacky trunks go by many names. Banana hammock, grape smuggler, torpedo tube, and man sock. But they all equally display the inadequacies of Mr. Skin Tight Speedo Wearer, a real American hero. Mr. Skin Tight Speedo Close your eyes, kids. Here he comes again. 1045 at 560 WQAM. So even Sean, the poll man Sean, mm-hmm. is writing inane things. Look at this. Did you read this before you said it? Here's the poll, which is um, not bad. I didn't read it. It says, Hope George is feeling better. Thanks to you and George for the remote at Gulfstream. I was able to catch the ass end of the show and your picks for the first two races. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't know what the big deal is with that. It was, a, what was it, an $8 double, $6 double? Whatever, like we cashed. Yeah, I walked away with money. It was heavy chalk, but nevertheless, I won like thirty-one bucks, thirty-one. And then Sean says, "I'm not going to say I had a bad day at the track, but before the holy bull stakes, they paused for the grand opening of the Sean M. Drawer at Gulfstream. I bet on a horse at ten to one. He didn't finish until a quarter after three. (laughs) Oh, oh, so ancient, so old, Sean, older than Methuselah's great grandpa. And Sean ain't that old, so maybe he thought it was new. Hmm." Speaking of old, the Pope says oh, he's, yeah. deep, he's uh-huh. deeply ashamed. Uh-huh. He ought to be. Why, by the, by the clothes? Yeah, about those schmatas that he's wearing. You know what else he said? There's no fags in, in the church. Pope Benedict XVI, the Nazi Pope, said uh, he was deeply ashamed of the clergy sexual abuse scandal that stained the Catholic Church and will work to make sure pedophiles don't become priests. It stained the Catholic Church. Yeah. Just How many like lines? stained that blue dress, right. Probably stained some of the priest's frocks. And Friar Tuck. Benedict was answering questions that were submitted in advance by reporters aboard a special Alitalia airliner as he was flying from Rome to Washington to begin his first papal pilgrimage to the USA. I wonder if they got special toilets on that plane, the papal toilet on Alitalia. 
It's a great suffering for the church in the U.S. and for the church in general, and for me personally that this could happen, Benedict said. It's difficult for me to understand how it was possible that be, priests betray in this way their mission to these children. Right, he can't understand it. Somebody better draw him a picture, okay? I'm deeply ashamed we'll do what's possible so this can't happen again in the future, the Pope said. Right, it'll never happen again until... What time is it now? Benedict pledged that pedophiles wouldn't be priests in the Roman Catholic Church. We will absolutely exclude pedophiles from the sacred ministry, Benedict said, speaking in English. Uh, it is more important to have good priests than many priests. Well, you better close up shop, then. We will do everything possible to heal this wound, he said. Benedict's pilgrimage was the first trip by a pope to the U.S. since the sex abuse scandal rocked U.S. dioceses in the early 2000s and triggered in lawsuits that have cost the church hundreds of millions of dollars in settlements. People are starving all over the world. We have famine. They're, they're cooking up a donkey in Egypt. They're eating mud Something cookies in Haiti. What? Mud cookies in Haiti. They're eating mud cookies in Haiti. They're eating donkeys and, and monkeys in uh, Egypt. And uh, this bastard is uh, running around the world. Oh, we're so sorry. It'll never happen again. Hundreds of millions just to pay off the families to shut them up. To pay off the victims of this pervert uh, church. So all it is is a pedophile uh, bunch of crap. And, of course, a tax-free, tax-exempt, corrupt business. How's that Vatican banking scandal coming? I still say you ought to watch Godfather 3 again, just for old times' sake. Ooh. Come on. You know, you know I tried a couple times to watch Get it. Get out of here. You I didn't did try. try. I did try. That would be like me watching that uh, movie that the professor sent me, that uh, anime thing. It's, it's still sitting there in the other room mm. somewhere. Uh, anime ain't for you, I don't think. No. And probably uh, Godfather 3 ain't for you. What? It's I not for uh, anybody. Now, what's that movie that I like with Stephen Strait? The Covenant. The Covenant. Very good. What a memory. That's for you. I saw plenty in that movie that was for me, believe you me. Here's Jonathan in Plantation. He's a chronic factor now. He says, hope all is well with you. I got news for you, Jonathan. Things are just sensational. I've been, a week ago today, last Tuesday, was my super neurotic day. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And today, just one week later, things are so good it's beyond belief. Everything is coming up roses. I can smell it. It says, how about I wish Neil would have signed with another radio station? Well, now that's, that's like in the past, and it's a, a moot point. Neil will probably hate this and not want to add it to the poll, in which my case, uh, my vote is live forever. Okay, we'll vote for you there, John. What? Well, I'll add that vote for him. You are going to put it on there? No, no. See, he... Oh, in other words, just a theoretical vote. Yeah. Okay, we have it in our mind, Jonathan. Your vote is hanging there in in outer space. There's the vote. There you go. There it is. It's right. I can smell it. 627 on Zach's pool. You better hurry up and get to 800. I'm telling you right now, if you want to get to 1,000. We're going to get it. First, you've got to get to 700. Then you've got to get to 800. You're not going to do it. No chance. And especially on a controversial poll like this. We'll take more calls in the uh, next hour, but I want to start. I want to, like, mix and match. You know what I mean? Might as well. I don't, I, I don't want to put too much pressure on these poor bastards because, after all, it's been a long time. Yesterday, we had a little bit of a flurry there. It was bad, really bad. Today, so far, I would say not so bad. And tomorrow, if the engineer gets out, I don't think he's going to be able to get it working tomorrow, although I could be wrong. Maybe it's not the router that's, uh, maybe there's nothing wrong with it. So if he just hooks it all up and it works fine, then we don't need the new router. Because he's not going to come here with a new router, right? I don't know. Now, if the engineers down there were, like, on top, I see, I don't know what they've told him. Because he's good. He's like a real engineer. Mm-hmm. He actually knows what he's doing and actually cares about uh, doing a good job. You know, things like that. Well, I want to say something good about Fix-It. Yeah. They had this wow. Bl- yeah, well. Woo! 
had the you know the DCS monitor in here was like really blurry, like mm-hmm. it'll make you go crazy trying to focus it because it was not able to focus, and mm-hmm. he fixed it. It's clear as a bell now. Yeah, he fixed it because they thought I was coming back. Right. There. Well, goes to show you how no how more headaches. That goes to show you how much sway you got there. It got down. Sway back, George. Right. They thought I was coming back and doing shows there, so all of a sudden stuff that's been just falling apart and looking like garbage for months and years. Oh, yeah, we better get that uh, all cleaned up there because the old man's going to be here. He won't put up with that crap. Just like all of a sudden the salespeople are starting to sniff around. Now, how do you like that? We had two salespeople in there. Well, one and Todd Dreck. We had Steve Sloan, <laughs> who's a real salesperson. Yeah. And we had Todd Dreck, who continues pretending to be one. How do you like that? On the same mm-hmm. morning. Starting to sell live spots on issue again because I re-signed the deal for five more years, as opposed to, well, he's only got like nine or ten months to go. Why would you want to sell that show? Oh, just because they sell out those restaurant deals every week in just a matter of five seconds. Spite. Remember what I told you? That, that's, mm-hmm. that's always been the thing at QM under both regimes, under Greg Reed and Jolly Joe. Spite. That's the operative word. That's why Tom Jickett didn't have that article in the Sun Sentinel, because he didn't know nothing about it. I, I should have called Tom myself, shouldn't I? I don't cut the number anymore. I should have called him up and said, hey, little Tommy, right. guess what? You're bald and stupid? Yeah, well, he knows that. And he's got a really great-looking son, although my son probably about 100 years old by now. I haven't seen him. I couldn't believe it. I, that, he couldn't have been Tom Jickett's son. Now, what does his son do? Do we have any idea? Is he like a lawyer or something? I don't know, I don't know what Tom Jickett does. What do you mean by that? Well, he works for some newspaper or something, He right? goes and eats free meals on the West okay. Coast when they're doing the uh, previewing yeah. the new fall shows and stuff like that. And he writes occasionally about horse racing because they got nobody else writing about racing anymore because Luther Evans is dead. Remember Luther Evans? No. No. He actually used to have a show on the KAT back in the day. Oh, there he goes again reminiscing about the old times, okay? Too bad, Luther Evans. He was a good guy. I think he used to uh, do the, the horse racing show, and then occasionally he would talk about bowling. <clears throat> Maybe I just dreamed he talked about bowling. Let's do some bowling, Rick Weaver bowling play-by-play on the radio. He actually did that one time. The fans beginning to blow the, blow the, uh, blow the play selection. <laughs> oh, man. He was quite a guy. I'll tell you one, one thing. He's one of those people, when after they made him, they threw away the mold. You know what I mean by that? Mm-hmm. He was an oldie moldy, and they threw away the mold. Oh, here's some priest. He has to rest. Here's some Getschke on there. All these encounters. The energy factor is partly due to it. Yeah, I wonder how many altar boys they got waiting for uh, the Pope when he gets here, how many gets off the plane. In fact, they probably got a bunch of them up there on the plane. Right. And, uh, you know, they may be short, but it ain't no Hervé Villachez. That's right. <laughs> They got some midgets there on the plane, and the Pope is probably servicing them right now as we speak. Oh, I got uh, an update on that Marilyn Monroe. You heard about that story, I'm sure, about that sex sex tape. Yeah, she's on her knees. Only 1.5 million. George said, "Geez, he wants that in his deal." Sure. Have Jolly Joe include that in the deal. Maybe he'll take a look at it too. GOP congressman calls Obama boy at fundraiser. Later apologizes. I wish you could see the picture of this geek. What a Jesus. A Republican congressman used some of the most racially charged language of the election season to attack Barack Obama's fitness to be president, causing the Illinois senator's campaign to issue a sharp rebuke yesterday. Representative Jeff Davis was speaking to about 400 donors at a fundraiser in Kentucky when he said of Obama, that boy's finger does not need to be on the button. Boy, you, if you doubt that the ship has landed, man, you ought to see this geek. 
Obama's campaign hit back against the offensive comment. It's hard to tell what's more outrageous, Representative Davis' condescending and personal attack or his absurd and offensive claim that Barack Obama is not prepared to defend America, said Obama campaign spokesman Bill Burton. Jeff Davis may hide behind offensive tough talk, but he's marched in lockstep with Bush-McCain policies that have devastated our national security while Barack Obama stood up against a misguided war in Iraq and worked with respected Republicans like Dick Lugar and Chuck Hagel to secure loose weapons and nuclear materials uh, from terrorists. A Davis spokesperson said the two-term Republican misspoke and was not trying to be a racist. Right. Later, Davis issued a written apology to the Democratic frontrunner. My poor choice of words is regrettable and was in no way meant to impugn you or your integrity, Davis wrote. According to the ABC News blog, Political Radar, I offer my sincere apology to you and ask for your forgiveness. Well, guess what? No. Don't give it to him, okay? Stick your foot way up his ass and then... Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The Sports Leader. This is the Neil Rogers Show. <laughs> This is your brain. You, 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 fairy. Any questions? Tim McVeigh. He's on trial for that fateful day. I am sure he's guilty as OJ. Do you believe in Tim McVeigh? No. Dave Koresh. Thought he'd stand up to the IRS Janet Reno and the ATF He took a beating in the press Why'd he place that bomb and cause so much strife? Will he get the chair or instead Will he get life, Timothy? Paranoid about the USA Heard a rumor that he might be gay According to Mike Fortier I hate the government just as much as most of you Absolutely. But I'm not ignorant, though I have a low IQ, militiamen. Most of them are doing 8 to 10. They can't have their weapons in the pen. Will Tim McVeigh be joining them? All the cultists, all the strange, the weird, the uh, it's eleven oh two at five sixty WQM, and of course, always in the name of religion too. You know, like uh, yep, the Branch Davidians, mm-hmm. and like this uh, Texas polygamy. Uh, what uh, that the weird right. is all whipped up about. I really don't care about it. You know, I don't care. And all these trailer trash that are letting their kids. Well, I don't know how they got a whole our kids. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you ever see those people? Oh yeah. My God, they, were, they weren't born, they were hatched. Mm-hmm. They were hatched in that big cave in Tennessee there, backed by Andy Jackson's place. <laughs> wow. A new statewide poll conducted by Harrisburg-based Susquehanna Polling and Research, Inc. in the upcoming Democratic presidential Pennsylvania primary election shows Swillery with only a three-point lead. Now, yesterday we had one where she was 20 points ahead. Every day there's new polls. 
And I'm starting to get really cynical about the whole deal. And you want to know why? Because I don't think they're going to let him have it. Right. I think they're going to do the establishment is, does That's not right. want Obama. And I think they're going to do whatever it takes to make That's sure he right. doesn't get in there. You can feel it. You can smell it. Just like this whole Simmons over these comments he made at the San Francisco fundraiser, which oh. anybody knows are exactly on target about the people right. that are bitter because they're losing their jobs and they don't have two nickels to rub together. And right away the media makes a big Simmons about it because there's just too much time between primary elections. Mm -hmm. So they've got to have something to fulminate hey, to chew their cut about. There are those people you were just talking about. Yes. In El Dorado, Texas. Mm-hmm. 18% are peace. still undecided. 40 for Swillery, 37 for Obama, while 4% said they wouldn't vote for either one, and 1% refused to answer. This represents a significant drop in this poll from her 14-point lead, conducted March 5 to 10, where Clinton led 45-31. The current poll was conducted April 6 to 10, with 500 likely Democratic voters. Clinton's three-point lead is within the poll's 4% margin of error, so the race is now a virtual toss-up, said Jim Lee, the firm's president who conducted the poll for public dissemination. Obama's got a strong 62 to 19 favorable to one favorable ratio in name ID and has succeeded in building up his positive image in the state, something he said all along he was capable of doing if voters had more time to get to know him. At the same time, Swillery's name ID shows a higher negative than Obama, with 25% having an unfavorable opinion of her compared to 61% who view her as favorable. Well, and it goes on. I got, you know, th this thing goes on like 400 pages. Every day, uh, let's see. Racial heritage, Caucasian, 80%, African American, 15%, Hispanic, 1%. No, I think that's one tenth of 1%. It doesn't have a decimal, but I think that's what that is. Woo! Is your main religious background Roman Catholic, Protestant, Jewish, or something else? This is of these 500 people in this Pennsylvania pool. Catholic, 39%. Protestant, 25%. Jewish, 3%. Baptist, 5%. Agnostic or atheist, only 2%. Methodist, 3%. They better start uh, checking out them atheists a lot more, you know. And agnostics. Right on. Because that's, that's most of the sane people. Only crazy people believe the fairy tales, okay? Only people who are so brainwashed that they haven't got a brain to think for themselves. Like those guys in Texas, like you said. Like that lady there. Look at her. Look at him. Look at that. Oh, my God. It's... Wow. That's inside the compound. Here, here. With this all-important hearing, the state is trying to have the... That's uh, the news guy, for Christ's sakes. What's wrong with you? Or, uh, some other Not that guy. He just talked to some bitch. I saw her. I saw it. Back. We also asked him about this alleged phone call from a 16-year-old girl known as Sarah, who first called an abuse hotline here in San Angelo and said that she had been beaten and raped by her much older husband. When we talked to FLDS members last night, Betty, every one to a person said there was no such person. They claimed that it's a, quote, phantom or ghost and something that the state cooked up. Uh, to rationalize. That's right. You better get the state out of there, okay? They want to they wanna bang all them little young chicks, and uh, that's what it's all about. That's in the name of God, baby. Mm -hmm. Religion. Oh, God, that's good. There's a lot of people screaming that inside that big compound. Oh, God, that's good. Do it again, you know? Mm -hmm. 670 votes. It's all a bunch of crap, okay? And the public and the media, you people in the media present it like, uh, you know, like this that's is something right. out of the ordinary. What's the difference between what's going on there and the, the, what this pope has been covering up? What, what's the difference? Besides the Numbers. fact that most of these are girls in there, and then the one with the Catholic Church, most they are little boys. The Catholics have more money, better PR machine. They got William Donahoe. They got a better machine. Screaming. Yeah, they got William Donahue clenching his teeth, getting really agitated and pissed off. Ah, don't you pick on us Catholics again! 
672 votes. I wish Neil would change nothing, 236. Take calls, 189. Well, we're here to oblige. We took a lot of fabulous calls, and we're going to take some more soon. Maybe in a minute here. What do you think? I can't Live wait. forever, 177. Stop reading stories, 34. Retire, 24. And croak, a dozen. A dirty dozen said we wish you would croak. Thank you. Let's see. Now, what is this? This book is like the Loch Ness Monster. It's a phantom book. <laughs> I know. It this is George's really book exists. on slots that he pretends he's going to keep sending. It was supposed to be here last Friday. Right. Now it says estimated ship date April 28th to May 5. I ordered it like October last year. We want to let year. you know there's a delay with one or more of the items in the order you placed October 29th. Amazon.ca. John Grachowski, the slot machine answer book, second edition. How they work, how they've changed, and how to overcome the house advantage. I'm going to tell you, man, the dollar wheel of fortune slots at Woodbine are so tight, you couldn't slip a, a, a curly hair in there. That's how tight they are. Good thing there about are days straight. when there's nobody winning anything and everybody's belly aching like yesterday. Yeah, what's going on here? And, of course, like schmucks, we keep telling them, about, I shouldn't play those, man. I should go straight to the $5 machines. If you're going to lose two or three grand, you can lose it in ten minutes and get out of there. Or if you're going to win something big. There's that Ali Felchy guy again on the CNN. That bald-headed queen with a vest. Is the vest supposed to make him look like some kind of intellectual or intellectual fag or what? Gay, 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 gay. Oh, my God. It's just be more efficient by, by coming together. They'll cut some... It's so sad. 673 on Zach's poll. Zach's been very quiet this morning. Yeah. Is he alive? Yeah, oh, he was he just was tipping the food guy from Howie's. Food guy, yeah. Thank you. Thank oh, you, I see. There you go. Mr. Diet is eating from Howie's again. Probably uh, like no, wait. Let's of find out what he ordered. I ordered scrambled eggs and wheat toast. Oh, God. Are you kidding me? Oh, I got a great diet story. Okay. Well, it was down in my pile here a little bit. I got another good story, too, that Wolf Blitzkrieg is going to be pissed off about Jewish liberals to launch a counterpoint to APAC. It's about time. We're not all a bunch of farbissant Zionists, okay, like Wolf Blitzkrieg, that idiot. A large study offers the strongest evidence yet that a diet the government recommends for lowering blood pressure can save people from heart attack and stroke. Oy. Researchers followed more than 88,000 healthy women for almost 25 years. Why is it that these diets are always geared to women? It seems to me I see a hell of a lot of fat guys as well as fat women, like especially the big, the dark black women with the big asses, you know? Because for the most part, women are the ones that try to lose weight. Oh, in other words, men don't go on diet. Ask Zach about that, sitting right there across from your ugly ass. How are you doing on that uh, program, Zach? I'm almost down 30 pounds. Woo! You can see it, too. You can see it in his neck. About 30, man. Oh, thank uh, God. A, you can almost see his neck. And the beast, by the way, doesn't want to hear any more suggestions, any more uh, crap from uh, your close personal buddy there, Joe Rose. He's sick of it. I know. He's had it. If he wants to be fat and disgusting, he's entitled to be fat and disgusting, okay? Leave him alone. He's a good guy. He's doing the best he can. He uh, made a baby, which nobody ever believed was possible. He did. It, what? He did do that. Yeah, right? He did. He he reproduced, which the thought of it to me is just so <laughs> gruesome that I just I can't even begin to imagine. But nevertheless, I'll send you pictures of the. Conception. Oh no! I don't want to hear about it. Researchers followed more than 88,000 healthy women for almost 25 years. They examined their food choices and looked at how many had heart attacks and strokes. Those who, had, who fared best 
had eating habits similar to those recommended by the government to stop high blood pressure. We'll do the break, and when we come back, I'm going to give you the bad news about what we're supposed to eat, okay? The biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. God. Suck that fat right off my public. So before I finish and tell you what we're supposed to eat to lose weight and be a healthy and live forever. Let us. My good friend Ken from Etobicoke, right up the street there. Leave it to a Toronto listener who listens online. Leave it to somebody here to send me the Tom Jacob blog. How do you like that? Did anybody fax it to you? Nope. Anybody uh, from down there send it to me on my MySpace? No. 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 no, no, no. But Ken from Etobicoke, who's a good guy, he uh, sent it to me. And I looked it up uh, to see if it was on Tom's blog, and sure enough, here it is. Little Tommy Jicka, who continues being bald and stupid, he writes, Neil Rogers isn't going anywhere, and Randy Rhodes is back. Rogers has agreed to a new five-year contract with WQM, which will keep him on the air through 2013. He should live so long. The deal calls for a substantial pay cut, more reflects of the financial situation of the station than Rogers' performance. However, Rogers will still be the highest-paid personality in South Florida Radio, and it won't be close. It won't be close, Tootsie. Oh, yeah, they're paying big bucks over there at Cheap Channel, let me tell you. Even George is making ten times what they're paying over there. I am? Yes. Wow. That's a If the lot. reduction is 50% to station's reported original offer, Rogers would still be making the neighborhood of 500000 to seven hundred fifty grand a year, which is a pretty fancy neighborhood. Five hundred grand? i am going to work for that kind of money time? You're a crazy person. Where, where do you come up with that number? George. I don't know. Rectum. Speaking I ain't talking to nobody. And, and here's some more misinformation. Boy, Tom, you should have talked to me first. Speaking of neighborhoods, Rogers might be returning to South Florida from Toronto sometime in the not-too-distant future. He's dropped hints to this effect on his 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. program lately. Thanks for the promotion for the show, though, Tom. 
I might be returning. He's scheduled to be back for at least a weekend to appear at Gulfstream Park May 17th, date of the Preakness Stage, the second jewel of third by Racing's Triple Crown. Gulfstream will have simulcast wagering on the race. See, nice promotion for me, a nice promotion for Gulfstream. Nice job there, Tommy, except for the misinformation, of course. But nevertheless. Rogers might be returning to South Florida from Toronto sometime in the not-too-distant future. Yeah, for that weekend. Rhodes was suspended last week by Scare America. Now she's uh, using that phrase. I have a spy report on that, which I don't want any more spy reports. I don't care about her, okay? Small potatoes, believe me. They can hawk about her on CNN, New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, the Weekly Reader, Pravda, whatever the hell they want. It's of no consequence to me. She is strictly ersatz. Rhodes was suspended last week by Air America for outrageous profane put-downs of Swillery Clinton and some of her supporters in an off-air speaking engagement. So she quit and returned to Palm Beach and has resumed her program on WJNO for a new syndicator. By the way, that program was ranked number 30, according to Brandon, he sent me a spy report, number 30 in the afternoon in the market. How do you like that? What kind of a rating is that? About 30, man. Not a 30 share, but number 30 out of I don't know how many stations. Rhodes is now part of the most incompatible back-to-back odd-couple pairing in radio, says Tommy. Conservative icon Rush Limbaugh, who Tom worships, by the way, airs from noon to 3 with a hard left Rhodes on 3 to 6. Hard left. Hang a hard left at the light, Paco. 691, we're approaching 700 on Zach's pool. Maybe you'll make 900 today, okay? Yeah, 1,000. Take calls, Neil. Take calls. We want the calls. They were okay today, and we'll take some more eventually when I'm good and ready. Right. Okay, getting back to the story about staying alive for 200. Mm-hmm. The plan called the DASH diet favors fruits, vegetables, whole grains, low-fat milk, and plant-based protein over meat. Vegan diet. Oh, yeah, a, right. Let me get right a, on that. I beg your pardon? Let me get right on that vegan diet. Peter. Well, oh, there she is again. She's everywhere. Peter. Kind, two kinds of pork sandwich right now. Women with those eating habits were 24% less likely to have a heart attack and 18% less likely to have a stroke than women with more typical American diets. Those are meaningful reductions since these diseases are so common. About two out of five U.S. women at age 50 will eventually develop cardiovascular disease, which includes heart attacks and strokes. Women in the study were in their mid-30s to late-50s when the research began in 1980. Previous research has shown this kind of diet cannot prevent high blood pressure and cholesterol, both of which can lead to heart attack. The new study appears in yesterday's Archives of Internal Medicine, which I'm sure that you guys both read religiously. Oh, yeah, I got a subscription. People might think, I don't have high blood pressure, so I don't have to follow it, said Simmons College researcher Teresa Fung, the study's lead author. Remember that song by the Beach Boys, Fung, Fung, Fung? Mm-hmm. About her. However, the results suggest she said that even healthy people should get on it. Get on it. And the diet, too. Hop on it. And it shows a picture here. It says a vendor arranges vegetables at a wholesale market in the northeastern Indian city of Siliguri. A gluten-free vegan diet full of nuts, sunflower seeds, fruit, and vegetables appears to offer protection against heart attacks and strokes for people with rheumatoid arthritis, Swedish researchers said. Well, I don't have rheumatoid arthritis. I'm not a woman. What? Yet. Yeah, maybe Tom could put that in there, too. I'm having a sex change operation. If I hint around at that on the ear, wouldn't that be good? Oh, yeah. Well, I could have a good time if I had a... Well, <laughs> if they could do an age change operation while they're at it, yeah. The here. i got a pretty good start. i got yeah? two, hands, two hands full. So what do you think about that? Vegan diet. No, thank you. No. 
I want to eat, man. If it didn't squeal, it ain't a meal. That's bad. The Lord is going to punish your ass for sure, sure. All these terrible things you do, them animals, them poor little animals, hey, the Lord's critters. If God didn't want me to eat them animals, he wouldn't have made them taste so good. Who said they taste so good? Unless you put something on them, they don't have animals? taste Animals? What are you talking all. about? Well, a good Other steak. Maybe a good steak, oh. a good juicy steak. I'm sure they're going to try Morton's. Good now, ham. Do you tell me mm. that you've been to Morton's? Not lately. i got a place for you when you, uh, when you come down here. Couple actually with all these. I'm not uh, talking about down there. I'm talking oh, okay. about here. They got Mortons up there, I imagine. Yes, we everywhere. do. It's but been a long I just time. get through saying. It's been a long time, but uh, yeah. Is Zach still there? He go home. He's no, I'm here. Boy, you are all time quietest today. The food showed up, you know. I'm not trying to be quiet. I'm just uh, enjoying eating. the conversation. You just no, you're not. You're eating. No, I haven't eaten yet. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta wait twenty minutes till uh, my. Uh, so how did you is. like that uh, diet plan I just got through reading about? I think it's gonna be good for a lot of people, but not for you. <laughs> just not for me. <laughs> no nuts. No, no, no nuts for me. No sunflower seeds. I like sunflower seeds. No fruits and veggies. I like fruits and veggies. I love eating nuts. I like fruits. Well, I don't mean. Yeah, you know, I know. We gotta make something out of that. Yeah. No, I really do. But most of them are like loaded with sugar, and you can't. That's eat right. Them. Like I mean, pineapple. most of them. I love pineapple, but what? Not all of them. Which ones? What's a what's a low sugar fruit? Watermelon. Watermelon is what? sugar water, but it's right. not. But it doesn't have a high glycemic index. I don't think it doesn't. I don't think so. I I mean, they're all watermelon. sweet. What's a non-sweet fruit? Tomato. I guess you're right. Technically, that's a fruit. I keep forgetting mm-hmm. that. I know my fruits, Mister. Uh, okay. I know you do. 697 votes on our world-famous pool, and thanks to Tom Dricker for writing a little something there. Uh, he had some misinformation in there, but that's okay. It, w- it was nothing glaring this time, you know. I'm not coming back down there. I, will, I, don't, I don't think I'll ever do a show there again. In fact, that week that I'm coming down, that's the week I'm going on vacation. Have you written that on the calendar, by the way, or not? No, I have not. You better start informing people. It's about a month away. I'll alert the media. I'll be on vacation, and I have to take vacation starting on that Friday because um, that's the only time I can get a flight. Right. Unless, of course, you want me to drive down, in which case I could start now. <laughs> yeah. I could get back into Pontiac. <laughs> Tuesday seems to be a good day for that. <laughs> I wish Neil would change nothing, 245. In other words, they're happy right now. Take calls, 196. Live forever, 186. Stop reading stories, 34. Stop with the bedtime stories. Stop reading the newspaper, you old fairy. 34. Retire, 24, and croak a dirty dozen. Die on me, you bastard. You're listening to Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The Sports Leader. You get a lot of it. Sports! With Neil Rogers on Sports Old Radio WQAM. Today on Dr. Phil. Let's do it. I'm glad you're here. Great to be here. What happened? I remember landing under sniper fire. What? There was no greeting ceremony. What? And we basically were told to run to our cars. Now, that is what happened. Are you kidding me? Well, one thing you know about me is that I've been taking that incoming fire for 16 years. She is crazy and ridiculous. Yeah. And some other things that I'm not going to mention. You need serious help. There isn't any doubt. But I'm a little busy right now. I hardly have time to sleep. (laughs) Are you drunk? Yes. We need a good shot. You have an alcohol problem. What in the world is going on? Sniper fire. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. 
Wow, talking about fruits, that sounded like a gigantic raspberry, didn't it? It sounded like a bomb. Wow, talking about a bomb fire, yeah. Well, see, I couldn't imagine what that smelled like, and I oh, don't want to. No. 11.32 at 5.60, WQM, we got the jerk show on the heels of another heat loss last night to the or Toronto Raptors right here at the Scare Canada Center. So jerks was here in the city. I thought I smelled something last night. Mm. The aroma put me in a... Anyway, Swillery says, I understand my opponent came this morning and spent a lot of his time attacking me. She, she suggested a union gathering of steelworkers in Pittsburgh yesterday. And she went on to say, well, you know, I know that many of you, like me, were disappointed by recent remarks that he made. Scattered boos and calls of no. Yes. No. No. Could clearly be heard from the audience. No. I think it's important, you know, we give people a chance to really compare and contrast us, she concluded. And you don't want to vote for that Schwarzer anyway, she said, something like that. They were. They showed the clip last night. They were booing and hissing him. Yeah, you bitch. You know, like that. You shrill bitch. Right. Seven oh nine. Sorry. On the poll. Don't be sorry. Right. Oh, they're protecting the Pope. Look at the security. Oh yeah. Five months enlisting twenty-seven state, local, and federal. I wonder who's paying for that. Help out. Uh, Every security. You know, when you're that evil, you need a lot of bulletproof glass. Do you think that the uh, American taxpayers are subsidizing the Catholic Church and the Pope for this visit by paying for that security? Wouldn't that be something if we were? Mm -hmm. That would be an infomnia. That would be disgraceful, but nevertheless. Katrina Vandenhoven, the nation, says, Right-wing ABC radio talk show host John Batchelor has filled my box in these last 18 hours with emails dissecting and skewering what Obama meant when he said at a private April 6th fundraiser that small-town voters in economically distressed areas of Pennsylvania are bitter. Bachelor and Laura Ingraham and Monica Crowley and Sean Hannity and Rush and O'Reilly are ready and raring to go, quick to their guns to paint Obama as an elitist. The right has its reasons to play the cynical card. It's the Clinton campaign's rapid-fire, right-wing, populist response to Obama's remarks that I find so troubling and cynical and sure to hurt the party in the country in the general election. Stripped down what Obama was saying. He addressed the trouble his campaign of hope and change was having in places where people feel most cynical about government. While he's tried to speak concretely about the conditions of people's lives, his campaign continues to have trouble making inroads among white working class voters and old economy voters whose idea of change isn't hope, but rather losing a job or pension. Yet he's narrowing the margins. In Muncie, Indiana, Saturday morning, Obama was counterpunching, as he should be, explaining and expanding his remarks. The problem is our politics don't let the American people get heard. People know it's not easy solving some of these problems, but they want to feel like at least somebody is fighting for them. It's interesting. Lately, there's been a little typical sort of political flare-up because I said something that everybody knows is true, which is that there are a whole bunch of folks in small towns in Pennsylvania, in towns right here in Indiana, in my hometown of Illinois, who are bitter. They're angry. They feel like they've been left behind. They feel like nobody's paying attention to what they're going through. I can't think of much truer in our politics today than what Obama's saying about how people don't feel they're being listened to. What we need is a government that actually is paying attention, fighting for working people day in and day out. At a time when 81% of the country thinks we're heading in the wrong direction, aren't these people bitter? Isn't it pretty clear that our economy hasn't performed well for most people for at least a generation and is now heading into what everyone sentient would agree are likely to be some very tough times? Recovery from this recession is also likely to be even slower than essentially jobless recovery from the last. The traditional means of jump-starting the economy, dropping interest rates or boosting consumer spending, have been substantially exhausted, and their pell-mell unregulated pursuit is a large part of what got us into the current mess in the first place. The political discontent is obvious, and Obama's trying to speak to that. Americans are fed up with government's failure to do anything much for them or that they're proud of being part of. 
Here's how it is, he said in his April 6th remarks. In a lot of these communities in big industrial states like Ohio and Pennsylvania, people have been beaten down for so long. They feel so betrayed by government that when they hear a pitch that is premised on not being cynical about government, then a part of them just doesn't buy it. Here's where the right generation long attack on government has done real damage to citizen confidence in government. We see it all around us every day. But surely the other critical source of citizen doubt is that government has in fact done little recently to measurably improve their lives and give them a sense of national purpose. After all, Bill Clinton, long considered the master politician of his age, was basically in the business of lowering expectations of government even faster than they were disappointed. Obama's trying to amp up expectations which the right and Clintonism have tamped down. The right wing is clearly desperate, ready to seize on anything to change the subject and hide how out of touch they are with an America in financial pain, but how cynical of the Clinton campaign to claim that Obama was condescending to the people of Pennsylvania, says Katrina. You go, Katrina. You want to take some calls? Uh, okay. Well, why are you so, relu- so well, reticent? There aren't any at the moment, but I realize... I didn't that, say know. there would be because they're going to wait for me to give the numbers out and for the delay to catch up, and then, you know, it'll be almost break time, so we've got like a little buffer there, you know? Let's do it. Like Willie Chichi would say, we got some buffers. Yeah. Five six seven oh five sixty. Pound five sixty on the Verizon and Singular Wireless line. I wonder if the Pope is riding in coach or in business class. Huh? What do you think? Would you say Pope that class. This is a, an enormously important trip for. Oh my oh, God! Yeah. It's so important. What are we going to do? Think of anything in my life more important than another Pope coming here, another Getschke? What are they losing uh, money? A man in a dress, a man in a white dress and a silly schmata on his head. My God, they stole everything from us. Is that a yarmulke, by the way? Yeah, it's a yarmulke. Like I said, they stole everything from us. The Pope's got a yarmulke on. I think it's got my bar mitzvah date. The only thing he's missing is the talus, you know. We got any calls? We do now. We do now? We do now. Well, let's punch one up. QAM, hello. God. Yeah, you can do it. Hello, Neil, baby. Yes. I wanted to say congratulations on your new deal. I am one that is happy to hear this because uh, there's nothing else uh, like you, and I think you're great. Even though uh, the shows aren't what they used to be, they're still better than anything. I'm glad you're having a nice life. Okay, thank you, sir. Have a wonderful uh, existence. Okay. Uh, 5670560, pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. QAM, hello. Hello. Yes. Hey, how you doing, Zach? Can I talk to you? Speaking. Hey, Neil, how you doing, man? All right. Thanks for taking my call. Congratulations for being here for five more years. Mm-hmm. Hey, I was watching uh, The Godfather again. It was on uh, local cable again. Well, let me ask you one question. Why? Why were you watching it again? I was, too, as a matter of fact. It was on A&E 8,000 times. Exactly. I just, can't, I just can't look away. But, you know, you always try to look a little nuances, whatever. It's something you just haven't seen before. We almost mm-hmm. have Theo was the one that uh, backstabbed everyone at the end. But when the Godfather's in the hospital and Michael comes to visit him and there's nobody there, the first thing he does is he calls Sonny, Sonny, there's nobody here. Not mm-hmm. Theo's men, not, nothing. So is that like an indication that Tessio was already, you know, trying to, you know, screw things from, from earlier? You ever, you ever see that part? No, don't you remember that McCluskey, the, cat, the, the crooked cop, he chased them all away. I understand, and why didn't Tessio call? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, reading too much into it, I guess, but, you know, if, if Tessio's men got moved, then you thought Tessio would say something about it, you know? It screws up all my arrangements. Yeah. i got to get a life. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, please. Okay, good luck to you. Screwed up all his arrangements. Now, wasn't that earlier? That was before um, Tessio sold out. My yeah, life. that had nothing to do with Tessio. No, of course not. 
That was long before. That was when that was when they tried right. to uh, assassinate Don Corleone for mm -hmm. crying out loud. That's before um, Michael killed uh, Salazzo right. and McCloskey and went mm -hmm. off to uh, Corleone and married Apollonia and bada bing. Uh oh, the car blew up. Fabrizio, Adondabad. Seven hundred eighteen votes on the poll. I still don't know why he says donde. It's dove. Dove va. Maybe he doesn't say donde. Maybe he says it kind of quickly. Yeah. You know, and it ain't his native tongue, so. Oh, like he didn't speak a perfect Italian? Are you crazy or what, mister? I don't think he did. Didn't he need what? a translator? He didn't need a translator. I just remember when they were having uh, dinner there in, uh, in, in Louis that in the Bronx. scene when he was talking to Apollonia's when father, he, he said, translate for me. Yeah. The father. So he yeah, obviously wasn't that good. But how about when he was talking to Salazzo? Yeah. No, he did get frustrated, though, remember? Mm-hmm. He said, well, what I want most... He was frustrated because he couldn't say it, express it in Italian. Right. He, he says, what I want most... Poor Italian. ...is assurance that my father won't be bothered again. What assurance can I give you? I'm the hunted one, Salazzo said. Mm -hmm. I missed my chance, kid. But to be honest, all due respect, the Don was slipping. Five years ago, could I have gotten to him? And, of course, Pauly, that's Struns. He sold that's out right. the old man. <laughs> I'm gonna read the whole Godfather's dialogue. Sports Radio 560 the five years. It's not the lot, 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 I just can't pay to fill my tank again. <laughs> Diesel fuel is higher than it's ever been. And I can't pay to get on the road again. <laughs> Off the road again. Oil profits, they are such a sin. Screaming things at those ExxonMobil men. I can't pay to get on the road again. Off the road again. Like a pack of suckers, we go down the highway. Hope the gouging ends. Cause the Arab world's getting richer each and every day. It's so lame. Off the road again. We're making a statement. I just can't pay to get on the road again. We shut down for five days. I drive a truck and take it up the gassy end. Cause I can't pay to get on the road again. So we are not going to put up with prices like that. That's right. We're going to go out and kill somebody because we're pretty pissed off about it. 729 on the pool. I don't think I want to take any more calls for a while now. I. So just take your finger and put it back where it was before. Well, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's a little awkward doing it this way, right? It's very awkward. It is, but whatever. It's working out okay, though. Sure. Marilyn Monroe's sex film to be kept private. We talked about this yesterday because, of course, could there be anything more important than this? No, right? no. I, I love these kinds of stories. Hey, there's a sex tape. You ain't going to see it. Let's talk about it for a long time. It's not a tape. It's a film. Whatever. Long before they had, like, any videotape. Yes. A 15-minute film of Marilyn Monroe engaging in oral sex with an unidentified man. Oh, my God. Will be kept from public view by a New York businessman who's bought it for $1.5 million. The broker of the deal said yesterday, it'll be kept from public view. See, I don't understand that. If he put it on the internets, he could make the one and a half million back in about 20 seconds. Yeah. Am I right? Right. Memorabilia collector K. 
Kia Morgan said he recently arranged the sale of the silent black-and-white film from the set of a dead FBI informant who possessed it to a wealthy Manhattan businessman who wants to protect Monroe's privacy. Why is it important to protect her privacy? She's been dead for a hundred years. Why is that important? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Get Ask that. that guy. Ask gay Edgar Hoover. The gentleman who bought it set out a respect for Marilyn. He's not going to make a joke out of it and put it on the Internet and try to exploit her, said memorabilia collector Kia Morgan. That's not his intention, and I would never get my name involved if that were to happen, he said. Monroe is clothed, and the man's head remains out of the frame for the entire 50 minutes of the film, said Morgan, who watched it. The head on his shoulders, that is. Monroe was rumored to have had an affair with U.S. President John F. Kennedy, and Morgan said then-FBI director Gay Edgar Hoover, a Kennedy rival, went to great lengths to try to prove that Kennedy was in the film. It was him. One of Monroe's ex-husbands, the late baseball great Joe DiMaggio, once tried to buy it from the collector for twenty-five grand, but he wouldn't part with it, according to FBI files on Monroe that are available on the FBI website. Morgan is a well-known collector who owns memorabilia from the estates of Monroe and DiMaggio and said he was friends with Monroe's other two husbands, Jim Doherty and Arthur Miller. <clears throat> Boy, how come she married such ugly guys? I, I don't get it. She did. I mean, not just ugly, but I mean real, uh-huh. real ugly. And believe me, I know real ugly. She had uh, no taste, apparently. But doesn't that always happen? Because not always. Not often enough. No. Often. Not always. The hot chick marries some gruesome, nasty, other than like Reese Witherspoon, although she's not that hot. <laughs> yeah. She's not. Right. Well, she married Ryan Phillippe. Maybe he's got bad eyesight. He must. He said he learned of the existence of the film by working on a documentary about Monroe, who died August 62, 46 years ago almost, at age 36. A former FBI agent told him about it, and Morgan said he confirmed it by tracking down the son of the FBI informant who had provided a copy to the FBI. I thought the FBI agent was embellishing it for my documentary. I never once believed it till I pulled up the FBI document referring to the film, Morgan said. The late informant's son had the original, while the copy remains classified in the FBI file, said Morgan, whose deal was first reported by the New York Post yesterday. The FBI agent that I interviewed said Gay Edgar Hoover was completely obsessed. Obsessed! A team of nine individuals were analyzing the tape inside a lab. Gay Edgar Hoover brought in a few prostitutes who allegedly had been with President Kennedy, and they tried to see if it really was him. In other words, they were trying to look at his, uh, see, and, oh yeah, I recognize that. It looks just like his. Wasn't that wasn't that part of the whole Monica thing too that she could describe his uh, yeah and the Michael Jackson and the Michael thing? Jackson thing right pick it out of a lineup an FBI spokesman declined to comment except to point out to Monroe the Monroe files available online which refer to the film but make no mention of Edgar Hoover's purported interest well of course not because that would be bad for the FBI that this ridiculous hateful queen was like uh, had all these files secret files on everybody from Martin Luther King to the Kennedys to everybody else he had a lot of enemies Edgar Hoover. I'm surprised they didn't out his uh, nasty ass back then. And believe you me, I have a feeling he had a really nasty ass. I'm sure he had something on everyone who might Probably, have been yeah. able to. Probably, yeah. That's right. It was a stalemate. Right. You ever have a stalemate? Yeah. No comment. No, no answer necessary. Right. 736 votes on the poll. I wish Neil would blank. Change nothing, 264. Take calls, 208. We took more today than we've taken in months. Don't you feel all excited about it? Uh, I'm all a dither. How about you, Zach? You still eating? No, I'm, I'm almost done. Almost done. Yep. I'm done. Almost done. I'm eating He's slow. Eating. I'm eating slow. That's how I... Why is that? Is that better? Well, it, it is. Just, it, it makes is. me full. That's it. Don't you know? The slower you eat, the less you eat. 
One Says the, who? One of the that's one of those things. That's Is that an ancient Chinese secret? That's right. George Thomas Neal would take calls 208. Live forever 191. Stop reading stories 38. Boy, that's a big drop off. Only 5%. Don't like the bedtime stories. Well, guess what? Your mama. Your mama sews socks in hell. How do you like that? Retire. 25. Well, I don't even know why they're bothering to write that. To answer, to, to vote for that when, when we just had the new deal. Tom Jicka and Barry Jackass both said, I just signed a new deal for five more years after this year through 2013. 2013. Do you know how far off in the distance that seems? Uh, really far? Oh, my God. And I wish Neil would croak 13. Isn't that touching? Oh. I wish Neil would croak and die. I should have put on there, die a wicked death. That would be good. South Florida for you, man. It's only 13, though. It's only 1.7% <laughs> of the audience. Almost 2% of the audience wish I would croak. And that's why they're listening right now, because they hate. Well, they're waiting for you to croak on the air. They want no, to they're catch not. it. No, they're not. They hate. They hate mm -hmm. me like poison. Mm -hmm. And it, it fills a need. It fills a void. They have this masochistic desire for me to be here every single day. Even on the weekend, they get all depressed. You ever get depressed on the weekend because your routine is like, uh, I mean, I know it sounds stupid. No. Especially for a guy like me that gets up early in the morning and goes to Woodbine on Saturday morning and won 900 bucks well, this past Saturday. I was sick this weekend, so I wasn't so happy about that. Oh, there, see, there you go. Missed out a lot of plans, yeah. I mean, Chris, I think Chris finally is coming around now. He's not there to defend himself today. But Zach knows. He gave me all kinds of grief because he couldn't understand why I would get up early in the morning because I don't want to go when it's really crowded. I don't like being in the middle of smelly, crowded, pushy old people that walk around like zombies that push you, that practically push you down. Or they, you'll say, excuse me, excuse me, you try to get by, you know? And they act like they're deaf, dumb, and stupid. They might be. God, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of fine people here of all kinds and a lot of very polite people, except when they're driving, and except when you would like them to get out of your way. The old ethnics, man, the old, like the Eastern Europeans, the Russians, Yeah. I, I don't think they get out of the house much. Except for that. Uh, it's just, it, it's nauseating. I mean, can you see me, and, and the old, the Chinaman, oh my God, there's nothing like an old Chinaman. No clue. Clueless and shoeless. But that was quite a, a surprise. I had a surprise visit from Todd Dreck this morning mm -hmm. from our sales department. What? I'm sorry for you. He, he brought Duff in just in case. Did he really? Which I thought was very funny, yeah. Did he really? Isn't yeah, that like, like a spare, there? Oh, right. you got to hide besides, behind somebody's coattails or behind somebody's apron to, strings. To so I guess Duff's there. got some apron strings. I, I talked to him into it. I said, no, you can talk to him directly. But I said, don't say congratulations and all that other crap. And, of course, what's the first thing he said? Yeah. Nobody listens to me. I got good advice and nobody will take it. I take it. Thank you. Todd Dreck. Who the hell is he kidding? Oh, congratulations. And blah, 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 you know, who that was he kidding, man? He hasn't sold anything on his show since Jesus was an infant. And now all of a sudden, the day after I'm signing this deal, all the salespeople are running there. Oh, we got live for you on this, and we got a live endorsement on that. All of a sudden, man, now it's fashionable to be selling the Neil Rogers show. I might just croak just out of spite. How do you like that? If Todd Rex sells something, I might actually die just out of shock. Because we know how good he is on a copy, too. You know, he's really on top of that. Yeah, Am I right? Sure. Not as good as Brian Schmutz, though. He's the best. 
11.56, four minutes till noon at 5.60 WQM. Ross Lightman, and I like scrubbing my smelly gorilla ass with soap made from jewels and listening to the near Rohe Amunista Hour. I'm very old, that's why my head hangs down loose and droopy. I see my toes protruding from my gown in my booties. Hold my head up, God says hold my head up, God says hold my head up, God before I die. I smell my arm as I limp in my dress like I'm snoozing. My bones are gone. That funny hat on my head needs re-gluing. Hold my head up. Bob says hold my head up. Bob says, hold my head up, Bob, please, before I die. As I look down, things I thought were misplaced, I am finding. So far I found six dollars in loose change and my car keys. Hold my head up, Bob says, hold my head up, Bob, hold my head up, Bob, before I die. Hold my head up, Bob says, hold my head up, Bob says, hold my head up, Bob. Okay, the Pope, he's dying over there. I'm dying over here. And they're blowing smoke, baby. Oh, just in. Look at that. Esmeralda Cuevas on the line with this. Esmeralda, the Chicago we Blue Line has been shut down. Esmeralda uh, and the uh, Four Tops. They got tourists. You see that? Yeah. What, what about it? Nobody cares. I don't. But it's breaking news. Ooh. <laughs> Breaking news. Somebody just farted in Westchester. How do you know? I can smell it. Uh, I just did. I can smell it. <laughs> can you smell it? No, that's George. That's oh, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. I did just fart. And he's been sick. You know, and right. I was talking before about those, you know, when you're really sick. Mm-hmm. I just smoke. shut the smoke door. Like kind eggs. of sickly, sickly gas. Right. Oh, like, oh, when like your is like really queasy. That's right. It's not the first time this morning he's dropped it. What I would do is I'd run into a hot shower real quick and turn the uh, Ooh, oh yeah steamy turn that real hot oh, water yeah. on real up uh, Ooh, you know what I'm saying potpourri. seven fifty eight on the pole and we're never gonna make no thousand with that I'm telling you that right now but uh, you know, Zach just sits there we'll make it we'll make it no you won't you haven't got a Chinaman's chance in hell we took some calls today though and boy I bet you the audience is pretty excited about that I, none of them were really what I would say memorable. The only thing memorable was the fact that there actually were some living and breathing people out there. How about the first call, the uh, telemarketer? Yeah, that was the best one. She was good. She was excellent, yeah. Jewish liberals to launch a counterpoint to APAC. Oh, this is so long overdue. Jew Lieberman and uh, and, uh, Wolf Blitzer must be really 
crying their eyes out. Yeah. They must be bawling, so to speak. <laughs> Some of the country's most prominent Jewish liberals are forming a political action committee and lobbying group aimed at dislodging what they consider the excessive hold of neocons and evangelical Christians on U.S. policy toward Israel. The group is planning to channel political contributions to favored candidates in perhaps a half dozen campaigns this fall. The first time an organization focused on Israel has tried to play such a direct role in the political process, according to its organizers. Organizers said they hope those efforts, coupled with a separate lobbying group that will focus on promoting an Arab-Israeli peace settlement, will fill a void left by the American-Israeli Public Affairs Committee, or APAC and other Jewish groups that they contend have titled to the right in recent years. Did I say title? What? Tilted to the right. Oh. Recent year. Well, I'm not reading well. Well, maybe your head's tilted. That could be it. Maybe my head's tilted to the left. Oh, I tried it. It hurt. The lobbying group will be known as J Street. What do you think about that? J Street and the political action group as J Street PAC. The executive director for both will be Jeremy Ben-Ami, a former domestic policy advisor in the Clinton White House. The definition of what it means to be pro-Israel has come to diverge from pursuing a peace settlement, said Alan Solomon, a prominent Democratic Party fundraiser involved in the initiative. In recent years, he said, we've heard voices of neocons and right-of-center Jewish leaders and Christian evangelicals, and the mainstream views of the American Jewish community have not been heard. People like David Frum, for example, who was on, on one of those talking head shows on Sunday on CNN. What do they call that show? That, with that, uh, Eat awful the Press? Law? No, not Eat the Press. Where they, where they diagnose the media and all that other crap. Whoa, is that a bad show? I don't know. Horrible show. Solomon is a top fundraiser for the presidential campaign of Barack Obama, but the organizers include supporters and fundraisers for both Obama and Senator Swillery. Many prominent figures in the American Jewish left, former lawmakers and U.S. government officials, and several prominent Israeli figures, as well as activists who have raised money for the Democracy Alliance and MoveOn.org, are also involved. A controversial essay in 2006 by two eminent academics, Harvard Stephen Walt and the University of Chicago's John Mearsheimer, argued that a powerful pro-Israel lobby that includes Jewish groups, evangelical Christians, and others has actively served to steer U.S. policy in a pro-Israel direction, often against U.S.'s national interest. The essay, a precursor to a 2007 book, triggered an angry debate among supporters of Israel and beyond, and even those who have been critical of groups such as APAC, the most influential pro-Israel lobbying group in Washington, said the thesis was either wrong or overdrawn. The genesis of this is really the frustration on the part of a very substantial portion of the American Jewish community that despite the fact that there's broad support for a peace-oriented policy in the Middle East, there doesn't seem to be the political will to actually carry it out, Ben Ami said. We haven't been effective at transmitting the message that there's political support for these positions in the American Jewish community and their allies. So as far as APAC is concerned, and Jew Lieberman and Wolf Blitzkrieg, Chubze and Dreard. Got it? Got it. Good. Get it. So what day is your uh, big lunch with uh, Joe Bell? Oh, I don't know. Probably not going to go to lunch. You know, you, you see, if you really wanted to be have, have kind of a leg up on the thing, so to speak, mm-hmm. stop and think about that, having a leg up on Joe Bell. Boy, what, what kind of a position would you have to take to do that? Especially a midget like you. Wouldn't have to stand there. Anyway, maybe buying him lunch would be a good idea. All right. Offering I got all these to buy him lunch. Of course, a guy like him isn't going to accept. Yeah. Wouldn't it be something if he accepted? Say, okay, George, that'd be great. I don't know. He makes a lot more money than I do. Well, you, you think he's going to pay for it out of his pocket? You think he don't have an expense account, even with these cheap bastards? Oh, you never know. That'd be a good idea. Let's play that bit. Pay your bill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, over and over again. 
How long do you think, how many seconds do you think before I get an email saying, oh, you know, that the signature wasn't uh, really a Carolyn well, Beasley's uh, either? 30-second delay plus another 30 direct yeah, email. about two minutes. I wish Neil would blank. 768 votes. Change nothing, 276. Take calls, 215. We took some calls today. We'll take some more, as a matter of fact. Aren't you excited? Woo! I don't know whether to scream or stick my finger deep in my nose. Live forever, 196. Stop reading stories, 40. Like that one you just read there about those Jews. Retire, 26. Retire! No. In fact, the reason I signed the contract was just to piss off those people who keep telling me, Retire! No, I'm going to be here forever just to piss them off. Just to aggravate them. Even if I work for nothing. Croak. Oh, look at that. Eric embellished it a little bit. Croak and die a wicked death, 15. <laughs> Attaboy, Eric. And then the best part of it is I think Eric was one of those who voted for it. Now, Eric loves me. Eric, Eric is uh, he, he's one, one of the tried and true staples of this show. We can always count on Eric. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We have a technical problem. Like, like that thing with the backup power supply. You know how everything is nice and quiet now and everything is calmed down. I have to be in panic. As a matter of fact, I, I hate to admit this, but, but I feel so much less stressed out now that we assigned that thing, you know? Maybe that sounds silly to you. But uh, when you get to be 100 years old... Security, job mm -hmm. security, especially during these times, man, yeah. these perilous times in which we live. Right, yeah, I can relate. Job security is not a bad idea, knowing that your next paycheck is coming. Mm -hmm. And by the way, Jolly Joe's done a great job with that. The checks actually show up a day or two early every time now. boy, Jolly Joe, thank you so much. See, now I'm kissing his fat ass. What do you think of that? Uh-huh. Well, I think, you know, as long as we're going to be here a long time, and I'm assuming you will be, too, although you never know with all that crap you were talking this morning. Yeah. Well, George needs more money, okay? George needs some more money. That's all. All the money they're saving from not paying me anymore, they ought to give you a little bit of it. Not not too much. Because if they give you too much, then you'll get used to it, you know? Oh, yeah. And then you'll spend it. Oh, right. Yeah, you know, I'm just... Whatever you make... Li listen to me. Mm -hmm. Whatever you make, you'll spend it. And I can tell you. Yeah, well, getting out of debt would be a great place to start spending it. Well, why don't you have Joe pay off all your bills? Sure. Here you go, Joe. Just hand, just hand him the bills. Mine, too. No. No, we don't care about your bills, okay? You got to... I mean, you should kiss the ground that you got back in there after Mo blew you out, you know? Do, 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 do. And then you didn't have the balls to come on here and tell the audience the truth about it. They were in a vice. Your balls were in a vice? Not nice. A device. A device, yes. Yeah, the mole man. He, 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 get out, and watch your back, Zach. That is a good bit, though, because if that wouldn't have happened. Not, not he, did he uh, do that before you got canned or afterward? No, like the day after you guys The day after. Yeah, well, yeah. that, uh, quick that man, he's right. He's timely. He's topical. If it, if it, it's, if it happened like in like the mid-1950s, he's on top of it. Like Ozzy and Harriet. Life with Riley. Are you having lunch with him anytime soon, like today? Like we had a conversation since the last time you asked five minutes ago. Yeah. No, it was like hours oh. ago. <laughs> and? Normally uh, I would have lunch with him today, but I'm busy with taxes. Guy in your income bracket actually has to pay taxes? It's amazing, isn't it? Tragic. It's the American FNW. If I didn't have to pay taxes the last ten years, I wouldn't be here right now. You'd be talking. Hey, everybody. It's a beautiful day, man. It's sunny. Let me take a look at what the temperature is right now. Let me take a puke at it. Nine. 
going to be 12 today, 16 tomorrow, that's 61, 20 on Thursday, that's 68 freaking degrees, and 19, 66 on Friday. Spring has sprung, baby, up north. Time to, time to get out of that place. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Although Tom Jickis says I'm coming back down there forever. Well, it'll be a good day for it today. Of exploding balls. Did you see our ratings on the last book? Yeah, I know who's fault that is. Sure, couldn't possibly be us. Watch your back, back, or you won't wait for mo, no, mo, no, mo, no, mo, no, mo. Watch your back, or you won't wait for mo, no, mo. I got enough I gotta think about on top of getting raped, and I don't need a rating that's a minus eight. Don't care what you do, long as it's understood, you gotta wait a little harder on the guest you book. Or else you got to go. There's a lot of fat producers, you know. That's right. Watch your back, Zach, or you won't wait for mo, no, mo, no, mo, no, mo, no, mo. Watch your back, Zach, or you won't wait for mo, no, mo. Oh, brother, all that blubber I don't understand. Now you can eat from a trough while using both hands. Yeah, big fat punch, you made a rating small. You just like Clinton, it's all your fault. Better straighten your fat ass out. Watch your back, Zach, because you never know who's wielding that sharp, sharp knife who's going to that shoe that's getting ready to stick it in there. You know what I mean? Don't cut! I, I'm always watching my back around here. 1218, what do you mean by that? Who have we got now that's, uh, oh, that's right, you got jerks. That's just the business, you know, the nature of the beast. Jerks who did not call me yesterday and invite me to, uh, well, he probably didn't have my number. Don't give him my number. He, he, I'm sure he would have called if I'd take me to like an early dinner, you know, before the heat uh, loss. You guys at a strip club, I can see it. Him buying you lap dancing. Yeah, oh yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Obviously, too much drugs have affected what used to be a fine mind, George. <laughs> seven hundred ninety votes on the poll. Let's take some calls. What do you say? Five six seven oh five sixty. Boy, I'm all whipped up today. Like I said, I feel uh, like I got a new leash on life. Plus, it looks so beautiful outside. And guess what's going to happen at two o'clock? You're going to go to Woodbine. Right. And plunge my guts out and have a good time and win maybe 20, 30 grand. Wouldn't that be nice? Maybe I'll win a dollar jackpot on the Wheel of Fortune. That's a sucker bet, that dollar Wheel of Fortune. Bring a plastic bag just in case. For what? A cash? Do you have any, uh, no, just case you have an accident. See, one thing about Woodbine is they have lots of fine tea rooms all over the facility there. Within arm's reach? Well, almost. Oh, I will say this. I can think of a couple of occasions, speaking about when it's really crowded and those damn old shiny mom won't get out of your way. And, you know, and I'm kind of waddling back toward the uh, magic room back there. And, and like, some old fart will get in your way, like, uh, not move. Yeah. And then you take a step, and then all of a sudden they take a step. It's like they're like yeah, a, a battering ram, like they're in, your, yeah, like a uh, obstacle course. I've noticed that about old people. Not that, you know, they're at the top of their physical game anyway, but obviously they're not in a hurry. So they, they shuffle. Right. They shuffle. So they must presume you're not either. It's not that they presume anything about you. They're not even. They don't, right. even, they don't even know, know. that you exist. They don't know. They're they not don't aware care. of they don't your care existence. Okay. You're not there. 
Yeah, I'm going to get off that damn Wheel of Fortune, man. I'm going to start playing me some stuff with some big... I'm going to play that Mega Bucks and win millions. You'll see. And then I'll take care of George. All right. Hire a hitman. <laughs> sure. Either way, problem solved. You'll, you'll be okay. I'll let you, you know. Just get, you just get so... You know, it's, it's only April 15th. It's a tax mm-hmm. day. Right. Now, why on tax day are you all whipped up and worried about money? Stuff like that. Because <laughs> you don't have any? Because yeah, you don't have that any? might be. Now, don't you have like some money coming back? I do. And, but you still haven't filed yet? I was going to do that Friday, but I was sick. So, in other words, you're waiting until the last day. I just See, here's what I don't home. understand about people like you. Yeah. You haven't filed yet, and no. you need the money back, the refund. Right. Badly, obviously. Well, there was a, a chain of events. Yeah, a chain? Yeah, a chain. You shouldn't have waited until the Friday. I shan't bore you, you with the details. You should have done it back in like March would have been good, like the no, middle of March. There's no question, but nevertheless, comes down to So today. now you're going to have to wait for a long Norm- time. And just, what about that what check worth, that normally, is going to send you to normally, your little family? Normally, normally, I do file as early as possible. But this what about that wait big, fat check that uh, the government's going to send you and your family? I can't wait. Are you going to get one? Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. Do you get that check if you filed last year, or do you have to file this year before you get that check? You have to file this year. You're positive? Yes. Well, I'm not filing until later. I got a... Um, extension? I put it off. What? You... Extension, yeah. Uh, you know what? I need an extension. Mm-hmm. How many straps does it have? Six. When you hear this, you're, you're not going to know whether to laugh or cry. All right. Seriously. And then these are the kind of stories that just... I shouldn't even read them because they're so depressing to me. Oh, great. That's the American fucking way. Now, I dumped that one. That's not the one that had the... I, I thought that had a... Um, let me try this one. One of these has got like a better uh, bleep in it. You know what I mean? No. That's the American fucking way. There's the one. Okay. Oh, I see. It's got like three little stars after. Okay. See, I got. I can't even figure out my own system here. For stuff that's been like kind of doctored and cleaned up, it's like B B C and A D and right. like that. B J before Joyce. Everything has to be so sanitary now. We have to be so careful. I thought we were taking some calls. Waiting for you. Oh, but first this story. Okay, oh, you got some? Yeah. Q A M. Hello. It's the uh, Reverend right. Jones. Q A M. Hello. See when they're looking. Uh. When they're just making sounds in the background, we still know who it is. QAM, yes. Yes, at McDonald's, you buy a Big Mac and you get the second one for a penny. Yeah. All right, then. Money problem solved. George will be right over. Lunch is on George. Got any more? Yeah, go ahead. QAM, hello. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. True story, Godfather Trivia. Yes. While he was auditioning... For the role of Sonny Corleone, James Conn made a recommendation for the part of Luca Brasi. He had just come off filming Brian's song, and a recommendation was made for Dick Butkus to pay to play uh, Luca Brasi. And it was seriously considered, but the timing of the taping couldn't be done around the bare schedule, so they had to pass on him. No, so we didn't. he didn't look Italian enough. <laughs> yeah. Dick Butkus, look at that. Dick Butkus is Luca Brasi. Yeah. That would have been great. No wonder they shot him on the causeway, you know it? <laughs> it was nice to have him there. Thanks for the good news, Pally. Yep. 
Oh, it's so schmaltzy, man. It just makes you quill. Even the Goyam are quilling. Even the Pope is quilling about that music. Because he can relate. I bet you he's been to Sicily. I bet you he's got mm-hmm. a lot of good paisans over there in Sicilia. And Corleone. Yep. Remember when, uh, what's his name, Don, uh, Don Tomasino pulled up in that old jalopy of his? Right. When Michael was walking with the two bodyguards in Sicily? Uh, yeah. And he asked him where he was going. He looked at him. Corleone. Take my car. Take my No, I want to walk. Take my car. Please. Poor Don Tomasino. You know that scene mm-hmm. where he gets shot in the foot when they're running away after a... Uh, right. After Don Corleone stabbed Don Cicero in the public. Hey, face me! This hurts! Oh, yeah. I'm sure that's what he was saying. You know, it's really, me what's really very sad. The sad and I, I don't know, I'm an emotional old queen, I guess, but it, uh, it's sad to me, the scene where he, where he, the kid, when he's a little kid and he escapes because they wanted to kill him. Remember, they were looking for the little yeah, boy? Yeah, yeah. And he, he gets on the boat and the ship and arrives at Ellis Island. Mm-hmm. And he's got, like, uh, just a handful of stuff. His life uh, belongings right. in his arm. got a satchel there. So yeah, that's right. Paper bag. Satchel page. And, uh, you know, he's, like, all alone. You know, mm-hmm. then they put him in quarantine because that he had sad. smallpox or whatever that's the deal right. was. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And he's, here's this little kid all alone, you know. Yeah. He did all right, though. Huh? He did all right. Yeah, he did okay. <laughs> he did okay for a little uh, right. guinea brat. Mm-hmm. Know? Don Corleone, Vito, Vito Andolini. Vito, from, from Corleone, all okay, right, Vito Corleone. Vito Andolini, and this is for you. I... Yeah. And you notice he, he cut like from left to right. Oh, I know, he like, just diagonal right across his abdomen. And, and, and then up, and then up. Like and then that. you push him. No, every time they kill somebody in The Godfather, they got to push him afterwards or insult the carcass somehow. Kick yeah, like, the face. Like, when, like when Sonny beat the crap out of Carlo right. in the street there, remember? Sure. Or Don Fanucci, you know, he shoots him and then he kicks him over. Remember that? Yeah, of course. And Sonny, they shoot him on the causeway, then they kick him in the head. And how about poor Frankie Pentangeli when they thought he was dead, too? Right. Frankie Five Angels. They left him for dead. Mm-hmm. And Don Corleone says hello, or this is for you, whatever they said. Remember that? Michael Corleone says hello. Michael Corleone says hi and how you doing, yeah. like that. So, and well, he's ah, going, oh, like that. I'm dying over here. Poor Frankie. Well, see, we got sidetracked. That's because yeah, we took the call. I got this very right. important story that you're going to be nauseated by about the headline, Ohio considers allowing concealed weapons on campuses. <laughs> Excellent <laughs> idea. Brilliant. <laughs> Only in America, baby. Gay and Americans are singing. The sports leader. Lord even loves Neil Rogers. Join the NRA. Shoot your gun today. Pissed off, okay, because we woke up on the wrong side of bed this morning because somebody peed in our cornflakes, whatever the deal is. 
It's been almost a year since the Virginia Tech massacre. It'll be nine years next week since the Columbine shootings. Remember those? Yeah. Is Zach alive or is he dead? He's eating. Oh, he's still he's still eating. I told you to eat slowly. Jesus! No, it's not that he eats slowly. It's that he's eating such a voluminous amount of food. No, I'm not. You know what I'm thinking about getting this afternoon? And you're going to be really angry with me when I tell you. Ice cream. No. Macaroni and cheese. Mm-hmm. Cookies. No. Macaroni and cheese. Yeah. Chocolate. Oh, well. No, not cookies or chocolate, you slob. Um, I was talking out loud. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a pig. Where the hell did I see some good cookies the other day? Oh, it was at uh, my one of my local markets. Mm. I was checking out. I was at the checkout, and I had, like, some, you know, hot dogs and cheese and the usual Atkins kind of stuff that I buy when I'm planning on eating, you know, just eating that, and then, of course, I don't. And they had some beautiful, like, macadamia nut chip cookies or something like that. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. I didn't buy any, though. Good. Why? I didn't want to. Can I get to this story? This is uh, very important. No, it isn't. And you wonder why Norm hates you? No, I don't wonder why Norm hates me. Some Ohio lawmakers are pushing new plans to allow students to carry concealed weapons at public universities. Oh, my All right. Some students are in favor of such a law, saying that might be what it would take to stop the next campus gunman, News Channel 5 in Ohio reports. Would you rather just sit there cowering at a desk when somebody executes you, or would you rather have a chance to defend your life? That's what it really boils down to, said Ohio student Michael Flitcraft. I wonder if Michael Flitz... I wonder if Michael's got a... Flit... Ohio is one of at least eight states currently considering allowing guns on campus, but supporters know they have an uphill battle. Flipcraft is licensed to carry a concealed weapon on the streets, but can't bring it to school. To me, it makes no sense. I can defend myself legally over there, but I'm a felon if I step on the grass over here, said Flipcraft. Utah, Colorado, and Virginia already allow guns on campus, although it's up to school officials to set policy. Still, most students aren't convinced, and they say the idea scares them, and you know something it damn well ought to scare them. Somebody looking over your shoulder trying to steal your answers on the exam? Turn around and blow them away, okay? They won't do it again. O only in America would they even be considering such lunacy. Since 1966, there have been about a dozen college campus shootings. As tragic as they were, experts contend campuses are still among the safest place for young adults. I don't think the answer to bullets flying is to send more bullets flying, said Ron Hold of Weber State University. Isn't that how you say it, uh, Zach, Weber State? Yes. Why, I don't know. Remember that great bowler, Dick Weber? No. Nope. Dick Weber. How about nope. uh, Don Carter? Yes. Eddie Kowalics? Huh? Buddy Bomar? Thurman Gibson? Thurman Munson, not Thurman Her Gibson. Herman Munster. Herman Munster, yeah. Someone say mustard? John Kerry. The security chief at University of Cincinnati thinks the idea is a recipe for Disaster! Disaster! Somebody is shooting. The officer responds to the scene. There's a person there with a gun in their hand. Now, is that the bad guy, or is that a citizen who's trying to help out, said Gene Ferrara. Flipcraft said he won't give up. I do see it in the future eventually. He said it might take 10 or 15 years for it to happen, but people being able to defend their lives on campus, he said, is what it's all about. And the proposal is gaining support, of course, because it's America, man, and real men like Charlton Heston, from my cold, dead hands, and now they're cold and he's dead. To which everybody can say, you son of a bitch. All right. 
Weren't you on vacation after he croaked? Yes. He, he croaked uh, while I was still here. And we may have a party that day? I forget. I'm well, I did. I uh, blew a kazoo. All right. Cliff Kraft said he won't give up. I do see in the future 10 or 15 years for it to happen, but people being able to defend their lives on campus. The proposal is gaining support, a national advocacy group, Students for Concealed Carry on Campus, signed up thousands of people in recent months, bringing its membership to 25,000. Students for Concealed Carry on Campus. You notice they didn't put guns in the, in the title of the group? Just carry on, you know, like luggage. Sure. Citizens for Carry on Luggage. Only crazy people would do things like this. So they don't want any more violence on campus, but they're going to allow you to bring a gun now to campus. They're going to encourage you to have a gun if they if they pass this. Everybody, because everybody else will have one. You want to be the odd man out. Pass them out on the first day. That's right. I think that should be mandatory. Everybody who gets admission into any kind of a college, university, anything, guns. Maybe they'll sell them at the bookstore. I got a better idea. Let's instead of the instead of these tax rebate checks that the government's sending out, how about sending everybody a loaded gun? Sounds good to me. And you know something? They're showing the gas prices again now. Price of regular unleaded rose more than a penny to three dollars thirty-eight cents a gallon. That's another reason everybody should have a gun. Don't pay for the gas. Go in there and hold up the gas station. That's right. Say I'm pumping it, and you're uh, if you want me to pay, you're lumping it. Right? Oh, there's Ali right. Felching again. Man, he's he's just he's like part of the uh, wallpaper there. He's on there all 24/7. Him and Ricky Ticky Sanchez, the hi hyperventilator. 816 votes on the poll. I, I now, are they happy that we took the calls today, or what? I, I don't think it was anything. I mean, it was it was like a nothing revolutionary. It was know? fine. There actually. were a couple of them that were fairly interesting. The Godfather mm -hmm. guy was fairly interesting. Not not tremendously, but okay. And the guy with the story about the old ladies in the, um, where was it? In the hair place? I forgot. See that? You're Still not paying close that. enough attention. You're not taking Nothing notes on this. If you were really a that's what Norma says. If you were really yeah. a producer doing their job, you'd be taking tremendous notes, detailed. Like those idiots that they, they, they log the stern survey. Have you seen that stuff uh, online ever? Uh-huh. No, they I haven't seen it, but I'm aware of, uh... Every minute of every show, every day. Oh, and Howie farted uh, at twelve at the eight forty, and uh, Robin uh, sniffed it, and she puked, and uh, like that, you know. What these people are desperately trying to announce to the world is simple. I have no life. That's right. I have no life. I have no There's life. So many of those people. I have in no so life. freaking little time. I have no life. Eight hundred seventeen votes. I wish Neil would blank. Change nothing. Two ninety. Take calls to uh, 30. See, a lot of people wanted calls. We gave them to them. What you want, we give it to you. Uh, sometime. Although sometime, I don't want aren't, aren't you surprised? Now, what is that? What? Crawler toolbars encountered a problem needs to close. We're sorry for the inconvenience. Well, get out of here. Crawl away. Well, what, what does that mean? Crawler toolbar has encountered a problem? You're using a crawler toolbar? No, I'm not. Well, I got like 800 toolbars up there. You know, I, I see. Get rid of some of them. I see. You should get rid of. Um, let me think. All of them? No. Okay. I wish Neil would change nothing. 290. Take calls 230. Live forever 208. Yeah. I'll do it. Stop reading stories 44. Only 5% stop reading stories. That means 95% of the people we still have listening say, "Oh yeah, it's okay." Read on, old man. Retire, 29. Croak and die a wicked death, 16. <laughs>
Vegas. Oh, wicked the best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Neil Young. If anybody has opinion, dissenting from our way, you fail. We'll place your name into the system. Don't even bother to question Just follow unto faith Everybody's turning fascist Fascist USA In the act of patriotism We're watching all of you Everyone's under suspicion so that's what you do. This is formation. And all you mindless fools. In Bush Fatherland Nation. Fascist USA. You gotta hate those Jews. And Clinton liberals too. Believe everything we tell you. Baby, 1247 at 560 WQM. we got the jerk show come up at 2 as we'll go over those stats again from last night's heat loss to the Raptors right here at the Air Canada Center. I'm sorry, the Scare Canada Center. I don't want to rip off uh, what's-her-name's material. Please don't. So, so to prove to you that everybody is full of crap, Jim, this is a good fax. However, however... It says, Uncle God, now I know why you stopped taking calls. While interesting, Dick, Dick Buckus wasn't even close to coaching the Bears yet when The Godfather was filmed. Let me ask you a question, Zach. What years did Dick Buckus coach the Bears? I'll make sure Zach answers that when he gets back in here. Where in the hell is he? I, I, don't, I don't know. He never coached the Bears. I was pretty sure of that, and then I just Googled it for the entire list of all. Maybe they're confusing Dick Buckus with Mike Ditka. Anyway, it says, in general, the caller's information is about as reliable as a $1 Wheel of Fortune machine or wet dream. Right, Jim. Sorry about the five years you were sentenced to in that asylum, it says, but for selfish reasons, I couldn't be happier. The fodder that dump gives you is priceless. For your fodder. Make sure George sticks around and Chris, well, whatever it says. <laughs> so he wants you to stick around, but Chris, uh, whatever. Well, I appreciate whatever, that, which means, of course, uh, F you. Dick Buckus, Zach, let me know if he ever comes back. I will. I'll, uh, he hasn't contributed very much to us today. I'm glad that he's there. It's better than uh, the alternative having, like yesterday, it was just me and Chris. Which really? was okay. Yeah, I called everybody. What do you mean by that? Called him what? And, of course, Cordis came in there in the morning uh, to, you know, suck around and then ran out. I, oh, I'm swamped I called today. called him, right. Thanks to Clarence, I'm I swamped Zach. today. I got so much work. Try to get Greg in here. 
Clarence said they'd do something. Greg, uh, one of the other uh, morning guys, morning producers. Greg Reed? Yeah, him. Yeah, I can see him handling handling the board. Mm-hmm. Zach's back. Oh, Zach's back. So anyway, he's got a happy face, so it must have been what you said. Uh, uh, Joyce, are we right? Uh, yeah. Anyway, it says while interesting, this fact's from Jim. Dick Putkus wasn't even close to coaching the Bears yet when The Godfather was filmed, seventy-two. I was asking you, what years Dick Putkus was the coach of the Bears? I got no idea. He was never the coach of the Bears. Exactly, like I said. Mike Ditka was the coach of the Bears, and that's who I'm thinking that they're confusing here, like that. Buckus played for them. I don't think he could. Yeah, right. As, as a matter of fact, Buckus was still playing in 73. Here, this is funny. It says, Norma sends me a um, text message, well, an email. Yeah, he was still playing for the Bears until 73, uh, Dick Buckus. Norma Kent says, that is funny. I get in the car to go to lunch, flip on your show, and I hear, you wonder why Norm hates you? No, I don't hate George, but if there was extra money for QM to throw around, I would have made it come your way. Oh, wait, wait till you hear this. Gee. <laughs> Keep in mind, though, he doesn't hate you. Of course. He says they will be grudgingly or happily keep him because you want him there, which is correct, and for no other reason. Because they're only going to offer him nominal increases at best, and as you said, he has delusions of grandeur, which I could never, reali- which I could never realistically meet. So it's better for him to find that out for himself. I said you had delusions of grandeur. You must have. If you have, if you have not read this on the air, it is not for publication. <laughs> oh. Norma, I guess, is jonesing to get back on the air somewhere. If he'd have been that funny on the light bulb, maybe he'd still be on somewhere. But we can only hope not. So anyway, they're going to offer you nominal increases. Now, is that going to be okay? Or I mean, well, it depends on how nominal. Well, don't tip your hat. Yeah, don't don't show your hand or your foot or your ass. Don't show it. So that that, that indicates they might offer you some increase. Now, would that be good? It'd be better than than not. Right. It'd be a starting point. Yeah. Joe says we'll offer you an extra fifty bucks a week or something like that. You say, well, how about two hundred? And he says, well, how about thirty? Man. And then you get up and uh, do a dump on the on the table and the dinner table there in the restaurant. Well, I sure hope he doesn't take you to that place where they took me, him and Bruce Beasley. What place was that? That place in uh, Plantation. IHOP. No, it wasn't the IHOP. It was worse. No, where, where the soup was very good, but the steak was caca, man. It was bad. What's the name of that joint? It's on Broward know. Boulevard, and it's kind of like across from the Broward Mall. Um, Stateplex. Huh? What kind of place is it again? It's like a, like a Daltz kind of place, like one of those places. I can't think of the name of it. It's like west, just a little bit west of the Broward Mall on Broward Boulevard in a little strip shopping center. I never had heard of it before, and hopefully I won't hear of it again. But anyway, that's where they took me to lunch like a year ago, December. A year, can it be, really, a year ago, December? And that was the first time, I think, I met Jolly Joe Bell. Was there ever a second time? I don't believe so. Mm-mm. That's the first time we ever met Puss to Puss. And you know what? It was enough. I mean, he was very cordial and very jolly. You know, I mean, if you're going to be Jolly Joe, you have to be jolly. But And then Bruce Beasley was ranting on about how we want to be the best sports station in the market. And I kept thinking, what the hell do I care about that, you know? 
Why do I care about how he believes in a good, in an honest day's work for an honest day's pay? That's what you should say, George. You're willing to do an honest day's work if you can get an honest day's pay. Yeah, that'd be good. They, they like that. And then tell them that you're really all enthused about that Beasley stock, and you're going to go out. If they give you a raise, you're going to buy a whole bunch of it and goose their stock price up and just make up a bunch of crap. Sure. So that's what Norma says. Now, what do you think? I, I think I did say you have delusions of grandeur because you think that they're going to, like, give you a big-time money there. And they're not. What? When, when, I, don't, I don't even know where to start telling you what's wrong with that. Okay, well, go ahead. It'll kill some good time. It's better than taking those stupid calls. I thought that they were going to give me big money. When? Well, I don't mean big money, but compared to what you're making. I'm just stunned. Well? It's like we had the same conversation over and over and over again, and it's like it never happened even once. <laughs> yeah, well, which conversation was that? The one where you go off and bargain by yourself. And then none, nobody else I, I didn't any bargain, bargain with anybody. I didn't bargain with anybody. I've got a lawyer. I've got an agent. Right. He bargained. And the fact of the matter is we tried to bargain. They said, no, this is it, period. That's it. That's the, the offer. The conversation that we had more than once was, hey, how about this time around that we uh, work something out all together? And you said, okay, great. That's what's going to happen this time around. Working it out all together meant including you two guys in the deal, that you both are guaranteed a job for the duration through 2013. It didn't ever mean then, nor does it mean now, that I'm going to demand that they pay anybody X amount of money for me to have a livelihood. I'd a, have to be a crazy person a to say guaranteed that. job doesn't mean that they'll make you uh, like an offer, like pay you any amount of money. Like they could pay, offer me less. You know? They're not going to offer you less. You never know. Well, and what are they? What are you going to do if they offer you less? What are you going to say? I guess I'll have to go get a job somewhere, cause see, cause I can't see. There's there's what you want to do and what you have to do. You see? Yeah. When you have mouths to feed and mortgages to pay. So in other words, now you're giving me the business because you think I should have I should have insisted on what, what you somebody, said was going to somebody happen. negotiating a salary for you and your friend. What I, the impression that I was under because it's what you said was that the negotiation would be done for the three of us all at the same time. And it was. Okay. But not in terms of dollars and cents. You don't... Norma Kent isn't your lawyer. He's not your agent. I, he don't want to. What, I, what I, did I tell I you? I know, but What see, did I tell you? I found that out after the fact. Like, today. After you contacted uh, Jan Murray there. Nobody signed anything with anybody. The last conversation that we had on the issue was that Norm was going to be negotiating something for well, all Norm of us together. Norm is negotiating anything for I know, and I found that out okay. today. Not for Randy, not for you, yeah, not for Chicken Neck, not for uh, Zach, that's not, not what you for said Chris. Weeks ago. I beg your pardon? What you said before, the last time that we had a conversation about it, was that Norm was going to work something out for well, all you know of us. something? Uh, it didn't happen. I, I, surprise! I knew as much as you did, and I know as much now as you do. The Jolly Joe said this, and uh, Norma said, I told Norma, okay, and that's uh, the end of that. And I signed it, and Carolyn Beasley signed it, and we're working here through 2013. Unless they make you an embarrassing offer, and they chase you out. Which it says right in the uh, contract, I have a right to continue to choose my producer, which is you. Well, unless well, they pay you an embarrassing amount, in which case we all walk out. Not. <laughs> George is staging a walkout, Joe. Yeah. Just relax, okay? It's the 15th of April. Worry about getting your taxes paid that's, and then getting the refund. It. That's it. 
Things will happen. Things will unfold. And I'm and sure. Because, Joe, because you took Joe, uh, you met him at the roller rink there, I, I mean, you the guys are bonding at the roller derby, mm-hmm. whatever the hell it was. Mm-hmm. I could do better than that. Yeah, take him to the strip club. Take him to the swing club like uh, what, like uh, Bob Green. That worked for you really good. No, not really. I'll take care of George. I'll take care of George. Yeah, took care of <laughs> I still I'll feel take it. care of George. I still feel it. Not to mention uh, the fact that our close personal friend Cheryl sold me down a river. Mm-hmm. And got herself that nice all-expense-paid right. trip in exchange for talking me into not having an agent when Saul Foos went to jail. I mean, the audience doesn't have any idea what we're talking about, but you know what? They find it fascinating. Because they think the they know something. Talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The Sports Leader. Yeah, it's Scott Burrell. And when I'm up in Boca Tica slapping old women with painted lips around the pool, I listen to the Neil Rogers one to two hours. Yeah, I mean, I listen to the Neil Rogers fair and balanced one to two hours. Hello, I'm Hillary Clinton. If you find yourself in a war-torn region like Bosnia or East L.A., you have to make sure you're protected. That's why I always wear Acme Bulletproof Pantsuits. Made from the strongest Kevlar, Acme Bulletproof Pantsuits deflect weapons fire and slims my waist, hips, and thighs. Now, if only Acme made a pantsuit that could deflect criticism when I misremember. (laughs) Bill, does this bulletproof pantsuit make my butt look fat? Oh, my, I'd rather negotiate with the Israelis and Palestinians than answer that question. Yeah. 102 at 560 WQM. It's our gigantic one to two hour on a Tuesday, April 15th. Pay the tax man, baby, or else go to jail. You know what I don't hear too much about anymore? What? Those guys who used to peddle that, uh, oh, you don't have to pay tax and uh, buy our book and we'll tell you. Oh, yeah. teach you. And, of course, they all wound up in jail. Maybe that's why we don't hear about them too much anymore. That could be. Here's somebody who says, are you thinking Jay Alexander's? Absolutely correct, sir. Yeah, I got a couple Absolutely of Absolutely correct, sir. That's the place. Now, have you ever been there? No, don't. I don't think I'm going to be going. I mean, maybe I just got the wrong thing on the wrong day. I don't know. The soup was awesome. And they had some, and Norma got, um, I forget what the house soup is. They got some special house soup that had everything but the kitchen sink in it. And he said it was just fabulous. I think it's called runaway soup. But it was uh, looked really good. And I forget what kind of soup I had, but it was awesome. And then the uh, steak sucked. Nasty. Jay Alexander's. It might be a fabulous place. I don't know. I'll tell you another place that really sucks out by me out there in uh, uh, on Sunrise. Is it Fridays? Is it? Yeah. Okay. Near you know Sawgrass? On, yeah, by the saw across from the Sawgrass. Yeah, it's Fridays. Sucks. Blows. They're all over the place, though, those Fridays restaurants. It blows. Well, I sure hope they weren't going to be our two-for-one deal this week. That would be bad. The Fridays? I, I don't sure think weren't. so, yeah. No. Well, why, now, why do you say that? How do you know? How do you know? I don't, but most for the most part, aren't our uh, deals like local places, more or less? Not chains? Not chains. I mean, sometimes they have more than one location, but even then it's uh, like local places that right. have more than one not, location. Right, not a chain. Like Blue Moon Fish Company, for example. 854 on the pool, you're going to make, uh, I don't know, whatever you make, we'll make. We don't care. Because George is all bent out of shape because Norma won't get him a big raise. I think basically right. that was the essence of what he's saying in there, is he's not going to be able to get you what you what he thinks you want. What I have delusions of is making yes. a living. Well, and, and you're in this business? Yeah, I, I know. told you that 15, I 20 know. years ago. Obviously, I'm a crazy person. Yes. And what business is that? It's certainly not the radio business. It's the QM. It's monkey business. Right. It's the balls game business. 
Well, speaking of balls, male sex hormone may affect stock trades. How do you like that? Huh? But here's Allie Felching again for the four millionth time about the Delta Northwest merger, which I got that in my pile, but everybody knows about it anyway, so you know, I won't get to it. Why, why read stories on the air that everybody knows, right? Like, like, oh, the economy is bad. Oh, no kidding. Really? Yeah. Gas is expensive. Oh, wow. The phone calls suck. Actually, they weren't too bad today. They were surprisingly there. Yeah, not not fabulous. And, of course, arguing about somebody uh, who was the coach of the Bears who never was the coach of the Bears, that's kind of pointless, too. But it was it was fun, and it made me go uh, Google it and go to Wikipedia, where they listed all the uh, Bears coaches in history. International hubs in Amsterdam and Tokyo, this new deal, the new Delta. Department of Transport have to approve this. The shareholders have to approve it. And right now, the Northwest uh, pilots, Don, are not on side with this deal. So let's say it gets all its approvals six to eight months down the road. Oh, he t- I think he took the vest off. Now he's just got that pinstriped uh, jacket on. Mm-hmm. And you know what? He still looks uh, extremely gay. I think it's so by design. Hormone, will you let me do this, please? Or do you must. want to argue again about your uh, new deal? Now, how, now, yeah. how, how much? What percentage do you want to increase? I don't know. How about 15? 15? Sure. That's not very much. No, it's not. I'm a humble guy. And how much are you making now? Now, obviously, you're not. (laughs) No, actually, I haven't got any idea. I have an idea how much you're making, but I really don't I'm not making as much money now as I was when I was repoing cars 18 years ago, 19 years ago. Yeah, and and starting next year, I can say to you, I'm not going to be making as much money now as I was when I started on the stage. Well, see, it's a little bit different, see, because you're not in danger of losing your house and becoming bankrupt and homeless. How do you know? Uh, I'm pretty sure. My mortgage is almost paid off. I'm just guessing. My mortgage is almost completely paid off. Isn't that a wonderful thing? It is. And then what? Then then... Pay George's mortgage. Yeah, then you refi. I don't know. (laughs) Then you get one of those reverse mortgages. I don't know. For you? No, for you. For me. Okay, yeah, for Zach. Look, I... Ask not. What your talk host can do for you. I don't want your money, man. Well, good, because you're not getting it. Well, good. I don't want it. You're not getting it. I don't want well, it. Why would you say that? That would be like me saying, I don't want your money. Right. It's silly. A lot of people want your money. I'm not yeah. one of them. Oh, here we go with this again, huh? And? Nothing. I'm not one of them. Let me ask you this. Do I, do I share my money with anybody I don't want to? I don't know. No. Okay, then. Nobody has actually held me up and said, if you don't give me money, I'm going to blow your brains out. I'm going to, like, uh, set you on fire. Nobody has done that. Well, it's early in the day yet. That's I've got true. matches. <laughs> the hormone that drives male aggression and sexual interest also seems able to boost short-term success at finance. But what seems to start out well can turn bad with elevated testosterone levels over several days, possibly leading to an irrational risk-taking, according to researchers at the University of Cambridge in England. England. If people want to get practical, it would be good for both banks and the financial system as a whole. If we had more women and older men in the market, said John M. Coates, lead author of a study appearing in this week's issue of Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, which I scour that every week. Such a change would produce a much more stable financial system, said Coates, a research fellow in the university's Department of Physiology Department and Neuroscience. Coates and Joe Herbert studied male financial traders in London taking saliva samples in the morning and evening. They found that levels of two hormones, testosterone and cortisol, affected traders. Those with higher levels of testosterone in the morning were more likely to make an unusually big profit that day, the researchers found. How do you like that? They were more likely to make an unusually big profit 
Testosterone affects aggression, confidence, and risk-taking. That means if you feel horny in the morning, go to the track, go to Gulfstream. Punch your guts out. Bet 5,000 to win on the longest shot on the board in the first race. Knock them down to 1 to 3, 1 to 2. How do you get to be 1 to 3? That's a, Where did that number come from? I don't, I don't know. know. You pulled it out of your arse? Pulled it out of my ass. 1 to 3. Your arse? Remember what I told you about the chalk? Although we won yeah. with the chalk the yeah. other time. Yeah. See, that, that's not. You have to take individual situations, uh, the right. situation. No, I actually figured out how you did that because if, the, if that 6 was a lock, like uh, even though it was the chalk, then you were almost assured the daily double. And, uh, the and six? so. Yeah, that's what that was. Oh, the, the horse in the first race. That's what we by wheeled. Like 10 lengths. I'm just excited to be able to say and that. Steve Sloan was there doing about. a play-by. Oh, he's ahead by a nose. He's just a little bit ahead. Oh, now he's not going to win. And now he's... Boy, he was... What a deal. Oh, look at this. The Meadows is on now. Walkway area where the horses leave the paddock. And With Roger Houston at the Meadows. Down. Screaming and puking and yelling and just wailing like a lunatic. You know, he was the first PA announcer at Pompano Park. A little piece of trivia there for you. Roger Houston. Noted. George. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you don't care? No. Well, why not? Oh, I don't Here's know. Here's the post parade for the uh, fourth race. Five minutes to post time at the Meadows. David Hudson and Jerry Sloan. New York. It's no fun unless you're Charlie there. Charlie Norris trains and drives the one. Shoot out. No, that's, I would agree with that. Number two, poker legend. Randy Tharps. Richard Knoll and Louis Carlow. Michigan and Ohio. What's better when you're in a, a room full of people all yelling at the screens and things like that? Oh, yeah, that's great. Go, 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 go. Just crying and ripping their hair out. Especially the Jamaican guys, Mike. They, they flailing their arms around, you know. The four, I give you my word. Come on, Mon. Come on. Hit him again, Mon. Get him up there, Mon. Wilbur Yoder. Now, don't you love those, uh, what are those names? Yodelers? No, Yoder. Carl Schoffel, Evan City. Steve Schoffel trains and drives. The Amish. Paxonville. What about him? Like Hosteller. Homer Hosteller, maybe. Harold Altman Sr. Brian Zoyman's. Brad Buxton trains. Brian Sand drives the six. Now, who that was on the two that's one to two? Was that Dave Pallone? Did we have a Dave Pallone in this race or not? Because if not, I'm not watching it. Oh, there he is. An original. Four to one. Philip and Dana Steinberg, fast pacers of Florida. Mike Pallone trains. Dave Pallone, the seven. An original. All right, an original. Wow. That, that, I remember a couple old ladies once, uh, Roger Houston was calling a race at Pompano Park. And I was like, I don't know where the hell I was wandering around, but I was going back to my seat. And the race ended, and Roger Houston went, and here they are, screaming. And the one old lady says to the other, boy, it sounds like he's having an orgasm. Which I was surprised that she knew anything about that, quite frankly. She must have heard about him. Coates and Herbert's study comes less than two weeks after U.S. researchers reported that young men shown erotic pictures were more likely to make a larger financial gamble than if they were shown a picture of something scary, such as a snake. Or something neutral, such as a stapler. Or oh, your there's case. nothing like a sexy stapler, all depending on what you're going to staple with. What about for uh, guys like you that a picture of a snake is something erotic? <laughs> Depends on what kind of snake it is and what it's attached to. What if it's a rattler? Money and women trigger the same brain area in men, the researchers said. <coughs> How do you like that? What if it's a hooded cobra? One member of that team, Kamilia Kunin, an assistant professor at the Kellogg School of Finance at Northwestern, said Coates and Herbert's findings are very interesting, and they help support the claim that emotional influences financial decisions. 
that emotion influences financial decisions. But she cautioned that the findings don't prove a casual link between testosterone and profitability. Coonan, who was not part of their study, termed the idea that long-term high testosterone levels can lead to irrational risk-taking an interesting hypothesis. But, of course, risk-taking doesn't mean you're going to win. You know, just because you might bet a thousand bucks to win on a longer shot on the board doesn't mean he's, in fact, he's probably going to lose the race. You know what I'm saying? That's why he's the longest shot on the board. Right. Because he's got a Chinaman's chance in hell. That's why. 863 in a pool, man. If we make 900, that'll be just fine on a Monday. The only problem is it's a Tuesday. The biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. God, is that thing real? There's a lady in town. She's an orthodox Jew, and she needs to buy bread that is unleavened. Oi! And she's buying bread at 7 11. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, absolutely. So you're all set with your uh, matzah? You got stocked up, Zach? I got a, I got everything together, yeah. You're not eating no matzah. No, I'm not. You know what kind of people eat matzah? Who? Fools. Uh, I do. Fools. People, they eat it because somebody told them, oh, this is the time of the year. It's Pesach. We eat matzah. Now we don't we eat bread. We eat matzah, though, around Passover in my family. I'm being a little bit. We do like I said, foolish people. Well, we're a little foolish. Foolish right? Jews. Just like people that cross themselves, you know, because somebody uh, brainwashed them into doing that. The, this is when you live by rote. When people condition you to doing certain things at certain times for certain reasons, you're not, you're not, you're not a thinking person. You're not living your life. You're conditioned. You know what I mean? Yes. And George is telling us he eats matzah. That's because it's all he can afford. Right. That's when it's free, I should have said. Now, let me ask you something. Are you getting paid some serious money for these Gulfstream deals or what? Same as any other parents. Which, by the way, we've got to talk, because um, you're not going to be here on the 16th. And I just found out today that they had scheduled another one of those uh, conjoined appearances on that day. Yeah. So that's probably not going to work out too well. You know, the ones where you're up there yeah, and I'm I over know. there? Well, that, that wasn't very good planning on their part. Well, they didn't, they didn't know necessarily, so we might have to move that or something. I guess we'll have to have a conversation with someone. Or yeah, I have a conversation with Steve Sloan and flee. Mm -hmm. Move it up a week or something like that. You'll be traveling that day, because then the day after the test. That is absolutely correct. I have to get on a plane, and I have to get there, right. you know. Or I could leave Thursday and take off, you know, an, an extra day, because I'm on vacation the following week, so I could take off like about 15 days. That would be a good scam, <laughs> but probably not a good idea. So you're getting paid, uh, like, see, that's what I'm thinking, of. that's what you ought to incorporate. Yeah. Is that one day a week... That you are somewhere else. I mean, that, you know, appearances and things like that, that all works into what I get paid in the year anyway. That's all part of it. Well, what do you mean by that? In other words, just... You're not getting paid extra? Yeah, but that's part of my job. Every once in a while I get appearances here and there, and that's all part of what Did I do. you hear what I just said or you're not listening? Yeah, I, I heard that. a good point. Delusional. Yeah. You're not listening to me. 
if it was factored in that they would sell uh, a George appearance live every week and then add, add that on to what you're making, that would be a, another revenue stream. That would be a source of uh, substantial income. I'll suggest that to Joe. Yeah, suggested to Joe and suggested to Flea and uh, anybody that might actually sell the show, which leaves out uh, Brian Schmutz and people like that. Ooh. And Petey Lenny would probably have you at the flea market every week. Oh, you know something? It wouldn't be so bad if you were at the flea market. Why not? I just read a comment on Jika's blog there from the guy with the eyes, or at least so it's stated, that, so it's oh, signed, uh, how I out, outbid him <laughs> for the Partridge Family album at the uh, flea market. <laughs> he should live so long. The only guy in town that's got a David Cassidy blow-up doll. 874 on the pole, guy with the eyes. Now, he doesn't come by and see you anymore, like when you're at Gulfstream? Not at Gulfstream. Well, where does he come and see you? Broward about County what, places like uh, when you at the Plantation and Sunrise things. No, he didn't uh, show up out there. And what about the, a lot of other nice people did, though. It was, it was pretty early known. They usually come as a pair, in case you didn't know. They come as a pair? Yeah. The Go guy ahead. with the eyes and the guy with a fanny pack who was a security guard at the Mac Arena and pulled out a That's gun. Right. One time when I was let there, let your imagination run they, wild. They let him go there. in there with a gun. Often pacing that Jacksonville, going for the lead and original on the outside, inside shootout between horses, poker legend. The end of the turn they go. Lloyd a shark racing fifth. I give you my. I'll tell you one thing: if you bet Dave Pallone in this race, your money you might as well burn it. He's hung for his lungs. He's parked on the outside, baby. So the guy with the fan, you notice how they, all these people, they find mm -hmm. each other. Oh, yeah. Isn't that a bizarre phenomenon? Not, no, not bizarre at all. Birds of a feather. But where, how do they find Locked each other, together. though? What do you mean? Jacksonville racing third. Right back out. Randy Farps and Poker Legend on the retake. End of the turn. Shoot out fourth. I told you that story about Fat Rich at the track. I'm not going to tell it again there. That would be bad. It would be disrespectful mm -hmm. to the dead. About the black driver that beat him out in that one race. I'm not going to repeat it. Okay. It, it, it would just be, I don't know. And, and while Randy Tharps, who's leading this race right now, happens to be one of the few black drivers in harness racing. He's a good one. Lou Williams was a great driver, but then he died. He's been dead a long time. Lou Williams. Who? One to two shot. Hanging on for your life here, and there's Rollins sitting right in the pocket. I give you my word. Fresco Blue and further back, Western River. Go on to the three-quarter mark. Poker legend fights back. Three-quarters, 126 and three. Backside, 29. Lloyd Shark racing second, waiting for the lightning lane. This is the kind of shows we're going to be doing the next five years. Shootout. Lots of horse racing, baby. Down the stretch they come. Poker legend and original lightning lane. Outside Lloyd Shark coming to the wire. Poker legend and original in the lightning lane. They pull on at three to one, baby. There's an $8 horse for you just like taking candy from a baby. What did I tell you? 877 votes on uh, Zach's pool. I almost said Chris. Chris will be back tomorrow, we're assuming, right? Uh, I assume uh, so. Yeah, I don't know. Do we know? Because yesterday know. we had no George. Today we got no Chris. Jesus, Chris, can we get this uh, thing back together? We're getting a little continuity going? That's why I'm here. What does that mean? That's continuity. You're there to eat. Okay, don't, don't BS the audience. They know better. You're there to eat. Oh, no, I heard you're passing out checks. That's why I'm here. But you've added <laughs> to the show today. I wouldn't wish on Heinrich Himmler and Greg Reed. I hey, don't that. I wouldn't shit on screw Ann. So Todd Dreck really came in behind Duff's purse strings this morning. That's amazing. 
his apron strings? Yeah, he brought Duffin as a like a spare. And I'm not even there. I mean, it's one thing to be so much of a wimp you won't come in by yourself when I'm sitting there in a chair, but I'm 1,200 miles away. The ghost of New York. And he Rogers. still doesn't have the balls to come in there and talk to me like a man. What a joke, Todd Dreck. And this is the same guy, always afraid to have blood drawn because he's queasy. He passes out. He faints when he gets... Remember that? Yep. He was all bent out of shape about his cholesterol and how it runs in the family, and he's going to croak. And, you, and I kept saying, well, why don't you go get your blood drawn? Get you find out what your cholesterol is. Oh, I'm so queasy. I can't do that. Needles scare me to death. If needles scare him, I wonder how about guns. Todd. And you were eyewitness to the performance. So, mm-hmm. so what was Duff saying while all this was going on? Was he just... Uh, he was just uh, standing there. Shaking his head. Saying to himself, boy, what a putz. I'm not sure if that was talking about you, me, or Todd Dreck, or maybe all who, three. Who knows? Yeah, it might have been. Yeah, well, he knows his putz, that Duff. <laughs> he's a no comment, yeah. Yeah. Well, he's, he's a big golfer, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. He's a putter. And, Zach, let me just tell you this, okay? I know you don't want to hear this. All right. I don't ever want to hear while I'm sitting here. I mean, I don't, I don't listen to the station. But when I'm sitting here in the morning before George and or Chris come in and I have the pot open and the uh, audio is coming from there, I don't want to hear about Tiger Woods anymore. I don't want to hear his name. I don't want to know from him. I don't care if he's winning by 80 strokes. I don't care if he's losing by 100. I don't care. And you know what? Neither does anybody else. I'll write that in my notes. Since you're the executive, I want you to make an executive decision that between 8.25 in the morning and 8.45, no more Tiger. Hold that Tiger. I'll see what I can do. God. Ba, ba, ba. In fact, I'd rather hear about the Chinese checkers tournament than the Tiger. Golf is not a sport. Just keep that in mind, okay? Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. All the crap you can unwrap. All the slime all the time. Senator Larry Craig is denying any wrongdoing despite a guilty plea stemming from an incident in an airport men's room. A defiant statement from Idaho Senator Larry Craig. I am not gay. I have been gay. Idaho. Idaho. All right, let's have a little coming out party. Come on out and show us what you got. Hello. Here we go. I am not gay. I have been gay. Idaho, 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 Idaho. Lord, In 1982, the newspaper reported Craig had sex with a man in a bathroom at Union Station in D.C. But now I know you're gay, so it's all good, girlfriend. 131 at QAM, and in line with that, a Washington jury has convicted Deborah Jean Palfrey, who became known as, as the D.C. Madam, on four counts, including money laundering and racketeering in connection with running a prostitution ring. And there's a picture of her here. And wow, has she ever meas or what? Have you ever seen her? No, not lately. God, maybe when she was younger, you know, like maybe 70 years ago, maybe she looked hot, lukewarm. Palfrey was accused of running an escort service in D.C. as a front for a high-priced prostitution ring. She was tried on federal charges, including racketeering and money laundering. Defense attorneys argue that Palfrey only sold appointments and had no control of her employees or clients' actions. You know, she was just making appointments, like show up at, you know, 7.30, show up at 9.00. Appointments to do what? Well, nothing, just an appointment. Thirteen women who worked for Palfrey testified that she never discussed sex with them, but that it was an implied part of the job. Three clients also testified in the trial. Palfrey's lawyer, Preston Burton, rested his case yesterday without calling Senator David Vitter of Louisiana as a witness. Vitter was on notice that he might have to appear during the prostitution trial. Another good upstanding Republican. 
moralist. Do you think that uh, picture would make Marilyn Monroe an oralist? Ooh. According to local news radio, WTOP, the case marked the first time that federal racketeering laws were used to go after a prostitution ring. Palfrey's prostitution ring operator is what she claimed was a legitimate sexual fantasy business in which sex was not exchanged. <clears throat> well, what does that mean, exchanged? You know, traded, like for something else, like cookies. Baseball cards? Sure. Stay Don't on. start now. You're trying to get on Norma's good side. Start with a baseball card. Not me. Not, it's not going to work. He thinks you're starting I ain't going to try. What he's trying to say, and you don't understand it, is if, he, if, if the best he could do for me was to get this humongous pay cut, uh, what makes you think that they're going to give you a whole bunch more money? I, I didn't think they were going to give me a whole bunch more money. Or even a little more money. Since they're already paying me a little bit of money, a little yeah. more would not be that much more. I think what they had to do is take just a little chunk out of what uh, I'm giving back and pass that along to you. That would be fine. Well, that's what you want. That's that. when you have your when you have your big lunch at Jay Alexander's with uh, Bruce Beasley and and uh, J Jolly Joe. Well, maybe we'd go to some of the fine places that we've been uh, you know selling certificates for. That would be fine. Right? That'd be great. Like High Life Cafe or Blue Moon Fish Company or yeah. Riverhouse, someplace nice with really good steaks. And we'll, we'll put a hidden microphone there and we'll broadcast it. We'll tape it and we'll broadcast uh, a great idea. Broadcast. A little hidden camera, too. A lapel we'll find out just what kind of uh, deal is being laid there, so to speak. Sure. We could arrange that, too. 892 votes on Zach's poll. Zach has been in a coma today. Now, did you guys have a rough show this morning or what? No, it's just uh, just being quiet today. Just letting you two just jibber-jabber and me push the buttons. What'd you call me? You're a jibber. Oh, jibber-jabber. You said yes, you're I a, did. I'm the jibber and you're the jabber. Uh-huh. That's what George wants to jabber, mm -hmm. whoever she is. The Delta Northwest merger, would, if approved, would create the world's largest airline. Wow. Aren't you excited about it? Whatever. And, of course, Northwest is also KLM. You can fly to Amsterdam on that. With my 80 trillion uh, fre frequent flyer miles. You know how many frequent flyer miles I got? I don't know. 100? A, a zillion. A gazillion. And, of course, when you want to use them. Oh, well, there's no seats available on that date. Well, what about the day before? Or that date either. Any date you pick, whatever date you give me, I'm going to tell you there's not available on that date. That's the way they work. Have you ever tried to use frequent flyer miles? <laughs> You're funny. That's good. What do you mean by that? Me? You don't frequent have flyer miles? That's rich. Yeah. Jolly. In other words, you have never done that much flying that you accumulated any? That's right. Well, why not? Because uh, I'm a schlepper. Maybe maybe I'll pass along. Maybe that's what I can do for you is pass along all those frequent flyer miles. Ooh, fly to Montana. Visit my like sisters I said, and nieces. I'll keep them. That's a beautiful place. You're going to waste those miles. It would with, not with be a, a waste. Why not fly to Vancouver or somewhere useful, okay, where it might be great? Because it is Montana. great there. And you have the most goyish taste. North Carolina, Montana. Oh, We've my been through God. this. You like to go to other cities. I already live in a city. I like to get away from the city when I go on vacation. Not to mention that's where my family is, the other half of it. My sister and my nieces and uh, great nieces. There's Cubans in Montana? Yeah, I Does bought the them government there. know about it? Sure. They fit right in. What are you talking let me about? Ask you this. Does Lou Dobbs know about it? Because he's going to be right pretty PO'd if he finds out. They're white, Republican, and love guns. Yeah, like I said, Lou Dobbs himself personal will show up to evict them. I'm going to tell you something. The poll is not... I, this is a spastic day. I, I don't understand it. 
We've had this humongous response on our, on our website with all these requests for, I don't know what's going on in there. But the poll itself, maybe it's because Zach is here today. Let's blame him. Yeah, well, not? The, is the new poll up there ready to switch? Oh, yeah, thank God for that. Wait till Zach hears the new poll. George will hate it. I can't wait. What's the most, this is from uh, Sean in Hollywood, by the way, your close friend, George, so don't get too bent out of shape. I won't. What's the most exciting play in sports? Okay, go for it. Oh, and, and you know what? He left off the obvious winner on here. He's got breakaway goal hockey, but he doesn't have the penalty shot. Jesus, Sean, what is wrong with you? Penalty shot much better. Yeah, I'm, I'm at it. we'll add that on there. Can you add that on there to tomorrow's? Yes. The most exciting play in sports. Here's the list he's got. Play at the plate, kick return for a touchdown, stock car crash, stretch run in horse racing, fast break, Inside the park home run, sulky crash. Oh, that very nice, Sean. Sulky crash. Goal line stand, breakaway goal in hockey, alley oop, header goal in soccer, knockout punch, matador toss, stealing home, hail mary, five on three penalty kill, suicide squeeze. And I added, I hate sports, and then the penalty shot. So he's got okay. alley oop for basketball, but he doesn't have buzzer beater. At the end of a game, once okay, buzzer left. beater is good. Add, add it on there, buzzer beater. And what about what about the shootout in hockey? Penalty shot, got to be on there. Yeah, but that's not a penalty shot. That's a, it's the same thing, but it's not. A don't you understand goal? the difference? Yeah, there's yeah there's a difference. You're right. Shootout. Are you getting all these, George? No. Well, who's adding these on there? Well, I was going to until you started running. You know, too much work is yeah. added. Here's well, a guy that's looking for a big fast. pay raise, and I ask him to add three things to tomorrow's pool. And First he won't of all, do it. it's not up yet, so I can't add it. I have to tell Eric, and I have to type it. Sure, it's up. If you go to pool switch, it's it's on there. What's the most exciting play in sports? I gave it to him hours ago, and Eric being right on the ball, he's got it on there. Now you can't bring it up. Nope. Well, then tell Eric. Eric will do it. That's what I'm doing. I hate sports. Penalty shot, buzzer beater, or a shootout. The shootout. How many shootouts are they going to have in the Stanley Cup playoffs, Neil? Oh! None. They don't have shootouts in the playoffs. They play overtime forever and ever and ever. Even Zach knows that. Oh, yeah. Now, do you think it's just a coincidence that Joe Rose had uh, Jacques Martin on the, uh, and then he got candy, got moved upstairs and relieved of his coaching duties right afterward? Yeah, Joe's the mush. That's what I call him. Is that it? Whatever team he likes, whatever coach he likes. Kiss of death. A week. Yeah, he's a kiss of death. Kiss of death. Although he sure knows his hockey, let me tell you that. Who, Joe? 20 before 2 at 560 WQM. Who's going to give Ricky a blow? Now see here, for the record, I quit, and I did not get fired. You people did not want more around anymore. Well, kiss my phony ass, because I ain't... Never coming back. And I knew that you'd miss me. About as much as Bob Dishy. I knew that you'd miss me. You took my magnificent talent for granted. And one rape too many. Well, now I'm gone. Long as Ginger keeps his show in Florida. 
someday he'll be as famous as Mark Scheinbaum. Your ratings have too, and now in the turlets. <laughs> now it's your time to get raped. <laughs> you might as well turn your crappy signal into outer space. Did you see that? I knew that you'd miss me. This cantankerous yiddy. I knew that you'd miss me. One forty-five at five sixty WQM. Who would ever believe that a little squeakmeister like Eldie would be such a backstabbing clown? That's what Rimmer says, and Rimmer says he still hates Denise Potvin like poison. By the way, I wouldn't want to waste the sixty bucks I spent for buying them lunch and not have a little a little something to put on the ear. Okay, a little scuttle butt. Rackham. Rimmer still got the same mustache though. He lost a lot of weight because he had that triple bypass, and also because I haven't been around to be feeding them any meals at Ruth's Chris stuff like That's that. That's it. And you know what? Good. Mm-hmm. I'd rather take the money that I would send the, buy them meals with and send it to you. Oh, I'm not gonna. I know it's all right. But I would rather. No, don't you understand? I would. I would wish that these people would come to their senses and like at least double your salary. Oh, that would be sweet. And and, and by at the very least compensate you for those eighty million shows you do during the summertime from the middle <laughs> of June till uh, the middle of September, right. which isn't that far off, by Something the way. Something as opposed to nothing. Right. Now that that's that's some bargaining power you got there. Right. You're, you're doing three shows a week all summer long. I do over a third and of the shows. And get good numbers in the there year. every summer. We do well. We get right. more listeners than on the sports shows on the station. Yes, we do just fine. Always get more listeners than the other people. In spite of all your talk about right. roller derby and crap like that. Right. So I, I'm I'm telling you that you you've got you've got possibilities in there. Okay, work them in there and uh, make some money. I sure hope Joe is listening. He always claims that he's listening. Yeah. You know, he listens to this show too much, I think. I'll get he him laid. Too much. What? I'll get him laid. Don't be starting to talk about that kind of crap on the air. What is wrong with you? Are you a, a lunatic or what? Well, yeah. Uh-huh. You'll get him laid. Oh, if he wants. That's yeah. just what he needs. And a nice family man like Jolly Joe Bill. Uh, and uh, having you on the air talking about Trust getting me, laid. If he's a family man, he needs to get laid. Well, there you go. Oh, here's another one of these. Mecklenburg County. Did we have this one on the air? Yeah. I had it on yesterday. Oh, sorry. I wasn't here. The Catholic priest, and it wasn't because I had it off the, uh, wherever the hell I got it. Oh, no. Well, I'm going to read it again anyway, because this has got more details. Oh, no. A Catholic priest charged with having sex with an 11-year-old boy in Charlotte in 1999 was booked in the Mecklenburg County Jail on Sunday. The Reverend Robert Urgel is expected in court today, according to jail records. Oh, there's uh, Oliver. $1,000, even $100,000. Yorgel, 43, is charged with five counts of taking indecent liberties with a child and two counts of statutory sex offense. He was arrested April 2th in Passaic, New Jersey, where he lives. Later that week in court, Yorgel waived his right to contest extradition. Authorities have said the boy and his family were members of the St. Matthew Catholic uh, Church in the Ballantyne area when the alleged sex crimes occurred. The victim recently reported that Yurgo would place his erect penis into a hole that was made in the bottom of his Bible. The Bible was hollowed out to allow the victim to place his hand under Yurgo's penis. The victim was instructed to place baby oil under Yurgo's penis until he ejaculated. The victim had reported... <laughs> That's better than the popcorn trick. 
The victim had reported this to his parents. However, they didn't believe the story until he returned home from his church service with a large amount of semen on his shirt. Oi. It doesn't say whether it was a blue shirt or what color it was. The matter was then reported to Charlotte Mecklenburg. Detectives authorities have said, Yurgo worked about goes on about where he did this, he left. And, uh, no, 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 I hope that the Pope is uh, really happy with that. I'm sure he I hope is. you're happy, Father. All this kind of crap that's been going on for decades and decades and God only knows how long. Why do you think they call it the rectumry, huh? I don't know. Why? Because you enter from the rear. Like that, what that Father knows best. You know mm -hmm. what it is. 9.17 on the pool. How's Mitch Lewis doing, by the way? Do we ever hear from him anymore? Just lately. What did you hear? Sent me a link to a blog that doesn't, uh, a blog page doesn't that doesn't exist? work anymore, yeah. I get email from him every once in a while. He sends me a little promo every time he does some VO work for some documentary or something. Sends a promo for the old homo? That's right. Good guy, Mitch Lewis. Yes, Boy, one of the people we missed from mm -hmm. back in the IOD days. Who else? Missed a lot Adam. of people. Adam was a good guy? Mm-hmm. Now, what did you tell me about him? Before he turned Republican and proud of it and oh! goose steps and marches and uh, posts things, uh, MySpace bulletins, uh, ripping Sicko and Michael Moore and just a real card-carrying, goose-stepping Nazi, Nazi now. Yeah. A Jewish Nazi. Mm -hmm. Go figure. So many of them and so little time. They worked like, for IOD for a while and they brainwashed him, so that's, uh, that's it for him. I see. Cheap Channel. Cheap Channel yeah. killed Adam. Yeah. They'll do it. Just be real glad that they, they didn't make any offer at all. Okay. You've got everything that they offered to pay us to work there. You've got it. Wow. Nothing. Zero. Words, pocket they words. never put a dime on the table. Nice going, Ken Charles. Everybody wants to be a big shot. Everybody wants to be a Rogers show on air with their company. But nobody wants to pay anybody. That's the nature of the business. That's why we had to uh, surrender and uh, whatever they, you know, whatever shekels they were pushing my way. I said, hey, it's better than being on the beach. I need it. I got mouths to feed. I got people to take care of. And Rimmer's wife, Farrell, like I said, she's a sweetheart. She looked at me, and that, I told you this before. Mm -hmm. And she said, why, would you, why, why do you worry about leaving money? You worked all your life to make that money. Why don't you enjoy it? That's right. Why don't you live on it? That's right. Good advice. And I looked at her, and I thought to myself, because I'm a schmuck. Can't take it with you. I'm not going to take it with Blow me. Blow it. Have a potty. Live it up. I wish I had a potty a couple weeks ago. Yeah? I was looking for the potty. <laughs> no, this kind of potty. Oh. That kind of potty. Yeah, look what it did for him. Yeah. Now That's he's right. in a box somewhere. Cock's in a box. Yeah, but he had fun getting there. How do you know? Oh, trust me. I heard stories. <laughs> One of the best stories of all time. And I don't, I don't remember the details, but he was working at I-95, which later became Zeta. And I was on I and Z. And he claimed that the, the mafia, they came and they, like, did something with him in the parking lot and they held him up against the fence. I, do you remember that story? Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it wasn't true. I think it was kind of like a hallucinogenic uh, fairy tale that he made. I, I don't know. I don't remember the details, but it was bizarre. He, he had some strange things going on. He was a good guy, though, Don Cox. He was a friend of ours and a friend of the show, and now he's dead. All okay. these dead people. It's like the day that I mentioned Roy Slanhoff from Gulfstream on air, and Hank said, oh, he died uh, five years ago. Remember that? Yep. I knew his wife had died years before that, and then he died. Bill Calder died, and then his wife died, and she was just young. Maybe she couldn't go on without him. You know, that happens. 
No, she got remarried and she had a family. She had breast cancer. What are you talking about? She couldn't go on without him. Maybe subconsciously, you, you know? Caca. Yeah, subconsciously, that's why the cancer spread. That's right. Couldn't have been all that smoking. Couldn't have been. Could have been all those faggots. All you people out there smoking faggots, baby, cut it out right now. And before I get in the car and go to Woodbine, I'm going across the street, I'm going to get me a couple of candy bars. What kind? Score. No. And that's a good idea. Oh, those are, but those are, oh, they send you blood sugar scarver while I'm driving. Right. Don't I'm do going it. To score. Drive into a tree. Jesus, Scott, and this is a guy who's telling me about, uh, you know, the, the will, don't leave anybody any money. I'll take it all the way by now. Right now. The Pabs Mouse Down! Oh! The Pabs Mouse Down! God gave him the grass! The Pabs Mouse Down! He likes his smoking mass! The Pabs Mouse Down! He's a goofy head! The Pabs Mouse Down! The Pabs Mouse Down! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah!